for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blab chat, we are in the building. Let's give a round of applause for ourselves. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, man. This is uh episode 21. Yes, sir. Man, we rocking out today, man. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Blap Chats. I love this, man. So much fun. So much fun. It goes uh, by we, really fast, too. It goes by fast, Crazy. but slow at the same time. True, true. You know? mm-hmm. um, kind of like how the ladies like it. You know, it's just fast and slow. <laughs> Speak- <laughs> I, I don't think they want it too fast, though. No, not too fast. I mean, you know, you know, they don't. You know, I, I don't know anything about that. Uh, I only know about the slow part. So we'll just put, we'll just leave it at that. So speaking of speaking of ladies, speaking of females, shout to all of our females out there who listen to the show. Um, and uh, unfortunately, we're missing. Two wonderful ladies today, right, Atlas? That's correct. Yeah, um, today, um, you guys know Avian and Glam, our co-hosts, Perfection. Um, They're out of town right now. Actually, Glam is is busy today, so she couldn't make it. Um, And uh, Perfection is actually in L.A. Yeah, she's in L.A. She's in L.A. for Grammy week. Yep. Doing some networking, connecting with some people. Yep. She'll you be back know. next week. She'll be back uh, next week. Um, so we're holding it down today. We have a couple special guests filling in. That's you know, correct. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. But uh, first, I want to introduce my man, my man's 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 man man, my man, engineer to the stars. <laughs> he's actually he's my uh, my. Uh, engineer and um he manages the studio here at roseville music group let's give a warm round of applause for my man lorenzo lorenzo talk to the people lo what's up man what's up um yeah i'm lorenzo yeah Yeah, lorenzo's (laughs) here um you know he's the guy behind the scenes man he he really holds it down like when we record this he you know he he sets everything up he does vocal tracking uh he mixes some of my stuff so, you know, he's, he's our in-house engineer, man. He's mm-hmm. done a lot of good shit um, since he's been with us, and um, we're proud to have him on board. So I know Lowe's going to have heavy opinions mm-hmm. on the Blapper Crap segment. That's going to be fun. <laughs> That's going to be great. That's going to be great. So Lorenzo's here, and we got a special guest today, my man. I'll let him introduce himself. Yo, what up? This is Dead Color from Long Island. Hey, Dead Color, Long Island. Strong Dead Island. Co- Strong, Island. Strong Island. Strong Island. Stand up. the building. So Long Island's in the building, man. How? What part of Long Island are you from again? I'm out in the Suffolk area. Suffolk, yeah. So that's uh, way out. Way out, right? Way out. Yeah. So we got my man. I'm gonna call him Ryan. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> my man Ryan's in here. So he's actually um, 
uh, visiting us today. So me, me and Alice do this thing at Roseville here at the studio where we do in-studio sessions. So um, we, we invite, you know, people book sessions with me and they come in and they get to just hang out. And really that's what it what it is. So um, today we have, coincidentally, we have my man Ryan here who's visiting us from Long Island um, here at the studio. And he's a music producer, yeah. songwriter, singer, musician. Yeah. Um, tell the people a little bit about yourself, man. Like what what's kind of the, the overall um, one sheet quote unquote of like what you do well i like to write songs it's plain and simple um whether it be country whether it be rock whether it be pop or hip-hop writing songs is what i love to do man Mm -hmm. yeah um my favorite part about writing songs definitely has to be the production aspect of you know making the beats getting them knocking um i'm a synth player at heart i like to i like to mess with the keys yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, you gotta tickle the ivory sometimes. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's what's up. And you, how long have you been writing and producing for? Um, I've been writing since I was 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Um, I started getting um, more aggressive with it uh, when I was around 21, 22. Word. Yeah. Word. Yeah. So, but I still got a lot to learn. That's good. That's good. And I love having having you as a special guest today because you know most of our listeners are. You know, aspiring producers, artists, singers. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all aspiring, even me, because yeah. um, there's just so much more to accomplish, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, it's going to be really cool to get your kind of perspective uh, on, on everything. So, first of all, you're here because, um, you know, you support the movement. And I really of appreciate course. that, man. You yeah. support my what I do and everything. And uh, you're here because you booked a session. Yeah. Uh, via blabkits.com. Of course. Uh, and uh, you booked a session to come in and hang out. So, yeah. we, you know, like I said, we have this thing on uh, blabkits.com, B L A P K I T S.com, where you could go to the website and basically choose a day that you want to come and hang out with us. And we're basically hanging out for most of the day while I'm, while I'm here. Um, and since I've we've been doing it, you know, I've met a lot of incredible people from all over the world. I mean, we've had. Obviously, people from Long Island. Uh, we had some producers fly in all the way from Ukraine. Yeah, right at yeah, Ukraine. Then you have Where Australia, else? Australia, Australia um, um, California, California, Florida. Wow. Uh, so it's f- people from all, all all across the globe, and and we've met some really really great people, man. And it's been a good experience. So we're glad to have you here today, man. I'm yes, glad sir. to be here, man. Yeah, and get yeah. your pr- perspective. So um, I want to plug some things, man. We have a really cool show today right at oh yeah yeah we have uh, a, an interview with the great apollo brown Apollo brown of course let's uh give him a little hand yes. okay apollo brown the the monster of the mpc i'm pretty sure he uses mpc mm. i think i know i know he's out touring out with uh with sky zoo yep yep so nice. uh, apollo brown and sky zoo uh just put an album together and they they dropped it recently amazing album yeah yep. beats and lyrics I mean, straight up, like no frills, no cookie cutter, anything. It, you know, it's just straight up raps. Mm-hmm. Sky Zoo. I mean, one of the best on the pen, in my opinion. And the beats are crazy. The beats are crazy. Beats are crazy, man. Hey, you know, I have a question for Lorenzo because Lorenzo tracks Sky Zoo all the time. He sure did. Uh, oh, you have credit on that album, right? I do. I do. Yeah. So you know, the man himself, Lorenzo, yes. helped work on the album. So t- you know, Sky him. Zoo yeah. is. You know, he comes here regularly, and yep. Lorenzo's always tracking him. So go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just curious to know what, you know, since he works with him so closely, 
Uh, what is his like work process like? This guy's doing, you know, I know he's a prolific writer, but what's it like to actually be in a studio with him? Well, I mean, you see, me, it's, it's just dope to see that because like his work ethic is crazy. It's like, all right, yeah. pull up, like, okay, let's, let's book a session or whatever for however long. Okay, cool. Then he gets here, load the session up, and he'll write the verse or whatever and just nail it in like an hour, hour and a half, if nice. that. And yeah. By then, when we're done, that's it. And then you just track. Yeah, you just track, and then we'll mix on it, and we're good. Yeah. So that so he he'll write a whole song in less than an hour. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's a beast. Yeah. There's a reason why Sky Zoo is the best. And one he, of the best. And he tracks so fast. Yeah. Like, What's it like tracking Sky? I mean, um, this is weird because I've tracked him before, obviously. <laughs> but from your experience, you know, tracking him, what, what's what's that like? Is he is he like um, a one take? guy does he punch like every and we're putting skies on the spot i don't care <laughs> this is the apollo brown episode so of course we're putting sky on the spot is he punching every word is he punching sometimes no i mean if it's like you know sometimes you can't keep up with the flow you know you run out of breath and of course naturally you're gonna punch in but for the most part it's like one take one take one take wow yeah. no ad libs no doubles nothing man what a beast <laughs> so s-k-y-z-o-o <laughs> God dang, he's one of my best friends. So, and, and I love the intro. I know I always shout him out after the intro music that he yeah. did for us. He just slayed it. Everything yeah. is blap. You know that's that's the blap. theme song. Had to had to do it, man. Had to be Sky Zoo. Um, yeah, man. So, man, uh, and Lorenzo, you've actually um, had some cool experiences in the past tracking as well. Um, we recently tracked um, the homie Dave East. Yeah. Right. Tell tell him about that experience. I mean, that was another dope experience because, I mean, like, he doesn't write. Yeah. Like, he, he doesn't write. He just gets, it, gets the flow in his head and, like, all right, let's go. Yeah. You know I mean? From it's, the top. Yeah. From, like, I don't know if he's, like, literally freestyling it or if he's making it up as he goes along, whatever the case may be. But, I mean, it's yeah. fire. Yeah. And he's actually saying words. Yeah. Yeah. Davies uh, likes to say words. <laughs> I think he's, he's that kind of rapper where he says words. But uh, look out! Look out for that song. Uh, me and me and Dave East did a song together. My man Lorenzo tracked it, and uh, I've been teasing it on the Instagram. Dave's been teasing it on Instagram Live, and I think people are gonna fuck with it. Thank so, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, we did a good song together. Thank you. <laughs> Um, no, mind you guys, this is pre-wine. We don't have any wine yet. It's so coming. The wine's coming. Casa del Toro. Del Toro in the mundo. Beats, 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 beats. Brought to you by Budweiser. Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, Manny Pacquiao. In order. That's my man. Um, so speaking of Budweiser, well, no, not even speaking of Budweiser. <laughs> um, I want to shout a few things out. So like I said, um, I'm in Ryan's here because of blabkits.com. Um, for those who don't know, you know, for all my producers listening, blabkits, B-L-A-P-K-I-T-S.com. Uh, you know, I'm going to say it, the, the best drum kits on the market. Facts. Um, Talk you know what I mean? My man Ryan said no. facts. facts. No. I'm not going to brag, but you know, I put a lot of effort and time into sound design and uh, I think I've, I've, um, created a little niche here and, um, you know, a movement and I'm really humbled and proud of that. So for those of you who are looking for <coughs> quality drum kits, sample loops, instrument tracks, the whole nine, anything you need, uh, go to blapkits.com. Uh, it's my drum kit website and, uh, you'll find some goodies in there. And if you want to book a session, just like my man Ryan did today, uh, to come in and kick it with your boy, 
uh, then go ahead and do that on blackkids.com. Pick a day and solidify your slot, and we'll get it going. What else we got going at? Damn, we have so much oh, shit God, going on. Kids so, so Hard. Yeah, go to kidsohard.com is another website. Tell them about Kids So Hard. Oh, kids So Hard. So Blab Kits are obviously kits that Mr. Illmind over here makes and creates. Hey. Uh, so we started another website for upcoming producers and unknowns and even knowns to put out their uh, products and kits through uh, through this website called Kids So Hard. It's K-I- T S O H A R D kids so hard yeah dot com and it's been great. I mean, we've had uh, producers that no one's ever heard of, and yep. they are killing it, um, selling their drum kits and sounds. And the cool thing, you know, in Ilmine, you know, one one of the pioneers of this is creating this site is awesome because um, producers, and we talk about this all the time, producers mainly think the only way they can make money is by getting placements right you know and they're always just trying to get placements and this is one avenue for producers uh to make some income you know yeah. and you know so uh we created it i don't know how long has it been it's, it's been more than a year it's been more than a year yeah more than a year yeah i can't believe it yeah so yeah you know there's that um Beats on Tap, if they're in New York. Yeah, man. Yeah, Beats man. On tap. So make sure you guys visit, first of all, before we go into that, make sure you guys visit kitsohard.com. Yes. Uh, so many amazing kits on there. I know you're you're up on that stuff, Ryan, too. Yeah. We got to hook you up with them. There's a lot of good them. videos there on there, too. Yeah, yeah. We have yeah. a really cool blog with some video tutorials and just content. And if you're a producer that's interested in putting out your kit and you think you have you know good stuff, but you just don't know what to do with it, shoot an email to yes. info at kitsohard.com info at kitsohard.com there it is and you can uh, submit a kit and uh, if we like it and we approve it we break bread there yeah. you go kitsohard.com there's some crazy ass kits on there Oof. I'm not even gonna lie <laughs> so that, that's all you need between oh, kitsohard and blap kits um, those are the only sites you need to go to for your drum Word. drum kit needs um, and so yes beats on tap Whoa! First edition. First edition. So let's check it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold my microphone. That's how serious it is. Pause. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> so we got this event called Beats on Tap. All right, and we started this, y'all. So check it out. Uh, you know, it, it, it sounds. It's gonna sound. It, it's one of those events that you have to just come to because i think you need to experience it in order to really get it but basically what we're doing is we're setting up at a bar right so you got a picture just a bar and we're gonna have a projector and we're gonna have speakers and we're gonna have a microphone and i'm gonna be on the microphone and what we're gonna do is we are going to choose an artist or a producer which will be the theme for the night right so the first event we're doing uh, the theme for the night is Kanye West. So what we're going to do is we're going to play a series of Kanye West produced songs. Um, maybe it's Jesus Walks. Maybe it's Stronger. Maybe it's a Power. song that Kanye produced mm -hmm. um, or is featured as a rapper on. So we're going to play a series of Kanye West videos. And while we play these videos, we're going to stop the video in the middle of the video, and I'm going to ask the crowd a random question. And what you have to do is you have to answer the question correctly. You're going to put your phone away, and you're going to answer the question. So I'll give you an example. We play Jesus Walks, and 30 seconds into the video, I stop the video, and I get on the mic, and I say, all right, question number one, um, 
who did Stacy Dash's makeup? I don't know. That's just uh, I'm not gonna ask that. But I she, know who did it actually. You do, no, yeah, I'm of kidding, course. Atlas, Atlas's, <laughs> Atlas's cousin's cousin's brother did it. Um, cousin's cousin's brother, yes. sister. Um, who did Stacy Dash's makeup? Right, and so you're gonna have probably 15 to 20 seconds to write your answer down. Right. If you pick your phone up, you're a cheater, and we're not gonna allow that. You're gonna get kicked. That bouncer's gonna right kick out. you on the curb. But um, you write your answer down. And um, and we move on. So after the video is complete, we tally up the scores, and whoever answers the most questions correctly gets uh, either a free pitcher of beer or a free order of chicken wings. Bro, what's better than that? What's better than that, right, Ryan? I mean, who wings. doesn't want free beer or wings? So um, and then we get on to the next video. So it's called Beats on Tap. Um, I'm hosting it. And uh, it's going to be a good time. And so our first event is, when is it? Uh, February 21st, I believe. 21st, that's correct. Let's double it's check Tuesday. that. Oh, my gosh. Let me, let me Tuesday, February 21st is the first official Beats on Tap live session. Uh, and it's uh, free RSVP. Yep. Okay. And if you want to RSVP for it, go to BeatsOnTapLive.com. B-E-A-T-S-O-N. T-A-P-L-I-V-E dot com. Beats on tap live dot com. Go ahead and RSVP for free. We're actually filling up the RSVPs yeah, it's because it's crazy. a bar. And if 300 people show up, you're not getting in. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the event starts at 8 p.m. sharp. If you come at 8.05, you're probably not going to get in because uh, we have over 100 RSVPs at this point. So February 21st, the first official Beats on Tap live session. It's happening in Brooklyn, New York yes. at Norwinds. Okay, but you can see all the info on the website. So go to BeatsOnTapLive.com, Brooklyn, New York, February 21st, Kanye West edition, hosted by Illmind, free to get in, free wings, free beer, Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I just got hungry. Yeah, me too, man. I want some beer and wings. We got wine on the way, though. That's yeah. the second best thing. So, Beats on Tap Live is going to be sick. Crazy. What the fuck else do we have going on? Oh we have God. another 80-20 party as well. Oh, that's correct. Man, that's correct. we'll keep this one short. Yeah. March 30th, yes. Thursday. Ill Mind on the turntables. Super Touch on the turntables. Who else we got? Uh, we have... Glam's actually going to rock yes, out. Yes, Glam, our co-host, is rocking and out. And Perfection is also going to rock perfection, out. And Perfection, our co-host, rocking yeah, out. Yeah, And, and we, we, have might, we have one more special guest. guest we're we're going to announce gonna, that soon. Yeah, we won't say it right yeah, now. Yeah, la last one we had was A-Rab Music, and he Boy, tore it down. The it. shit was crazy. Sold out. Yeah. Crazy. So this is happening in New York City at Club Drum, yes. uh, 85 Avenue A. So I highly suggest you RSVP for that as well. You can go to my website, illmindproducer.com, I-L-L-M-I-N-D producer.com, and go ahead and RSVP for the next 8020 party. It's a party. It's a party. Yes, you know March what I mean? 30th. It was a great time. Good time. It's epic. March 30th, Thursday. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, a lot going on on this side of the pond, right? <laughs> um, I just got another platinum plaque. Hey, let's talk about me. Hey, yeah, fuck. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just got a plaque for uh, a song I produced on a Disney album uh, for the soundtrack for a movie called Moana. Uh, and um, it was a fun time. And I want to shout out Disney and my man Lin-Manuel Miranda, the uh, creator of Hamilton on Broadway. <laughs> Uh, for being on the song as well. And my man Jordan Fisher signed mm -hmm. Hollywood Records. We did a song and 
and then ended up uh, getting a plaque. So um, shout to them, man, for giving me the opportunity to produce that song, man. That was that was ill. That was yeah. fun. Jordan killed it too. That guy. Jordan. Amazed. Jordan really, really, really did Oof, his thing. That dude can sing. Man. Really did his crazy. thing. Crazy. Yeah. So <clears throat> seeing that upcoming producers are uh, most of the people that fuck with us and listen to this. This is a obviously this is a music production show, a music producer segment. There's 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 a, a lot of things that I love to um, rant about and talk about on my Instagram live, yeah. and I think it's appropriate to talk about some of those things on this show. And one thing I want to talk about is this is like the goal, one of the golden questions. Okay, so I'm going to ask what you think too, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Um, the question of I'm a producer, and there's a rapper, and the rapper is interested in purchasing beats. What would be the appropriate way to go about doing that? So meaning, you know, do I charge the person? Do I, uh, and if I do, how much do I charge? Um, do I work with them for free? What's, what's kind of your opinion on that? And then I'll elaborate after you kind of give your opinion. Well, through my experience, it's all about what they have to accomplish. If they're coming to me with an already made beat, mm. I'm going to charge them by the hour just as an engineer to do their vocal work. Right. But <clears throat> if they want me to put my creative input in it, then we're going to start talking about different kind of percentages and as far as like royalties go. I normally won't charge flat rates if I'm a part of the project myself. Right. So you yeah. just talk about the splits and yeah. not so much. Oh, give, me, yeah. give me X amount. Clap yeah. it up for my God damn it. Fucking great answer. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about. So, yeah, you hit it right on the nose, man. Um, You know, like, it's a really, it's a delicate conversation because... Because you're part of it, too. You're part of it, right? And and so the thing that I kind of champion, thing that I say is like this. It's like, if you're a producer and you're going to sell a beat to a rapper or a vocalist... You, the minute that you charge that person money up front for your beat, that entire interaction becomes a transaction. Exactly. It becomes a business transaction. So because it turns into a transaction, it's no longer a passion thing. Unless it's an artist that you're actually inspired by, right? Mm -hmm. So think about that for a second. You have a rapper who you don't even necessarily like. I mean, it's like you, you think the rapper is trash. Let's be real. Like the rapper's trash, but they're like, hey, I'll cop a, I want to cop a beat for you and I'm going to give you $1,000 for it. So, you know, on one side you say, okay, yeah, I'll take the $1,000 and I can use that money, which is a lot of money, but you have zero interest in really helping the rapper. All you're really doing is giving him your beat. And you're not really emotionally invested in that person. So it's you're not creating a real yeah. synergy together. Um, and, and I think that's the problem with charging people money. And this is very controversial. And I've gotten a lot of hate and a lot of love for this. So I, I guess the moral of the story is you get to the point where you get to the point where you're selling beats. Hundred dollars here, two hundred dollars here, five hundred here. Maybe it's helping you pay the rent, which is amazing. But you're not creating real relationships with people you're not necessarily creating a sound with someone um and so it's 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 kind of detrimental in the long term it's like kind of short-term satisfaction but no real results in the long term so that's sort of the debate here and i think when you flip that around and say you know what i'm not going to charge i'm not going to charge this guy why because i'm actually really inspired by this rapper and or singer 
and I feel like we can make amazing music together. So let's form a partnership instead and say, you know what? Let let's produce. Let me produce for you. Let's create a sound together, and let's get you popping as an artist so that we can break bread later on. That's how you grow your network. That's how you grow your network, mm-hmm. right? So you know that that's just something for my producers to kind of keep in mind is. You, you're going to get to the point where you have to decide what you want to do and what kind of producer you want to be. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be that guy slanging and making a little bit of money? Or do you want to really become a real producer, produce amazing music, sacrifice the money right now, but then become successful in the long term? And, and I, I personally prefer the long term thing. What do you think, Atlas? What's your I, opinion on it? Because you're, you're interacting with upcoming artists and mm-hmm. rappers and producers all the time so what what are you seeing out there well if i have a um, you know because i managed a couple of producers or you know i have a lot of producer friends if they ask me if they should charge i just ask them one question how much do you believe in their music mm-hmm. how much do you like it and that answer will tell you if they say man i really really like it then don't charge them and just build with them from the ground up you know and be like be like they're 40 like drake and 40 yeah be like they're 40, you know? So in that case, I would say don't charge them. Now, if you really don't like the music, that's tricky too because if because <laughs> if you charge them and now your name's on it. So your it's name's like, on it. do I really want my name to be on that too? Yeah. So then that gets tricky too. So. And then you get the struggle rapper upload to YouTube. Yo, check yeah. out this new joint produced by Ill Mind. Exactly. Ill Minds, they always fuck my name up too when they it's put me. A Z they put a Z at, or an at S, S at the end. Yo, this new track from me and Ill Minds was in the studio and we made this joint, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I think with that, it's just you know how much like you know like Brian said, if you if you if you invested into it, then you know you can figure out the splits whenever it's time to figure it out. In the meantime, just make the music. Um, but I think if you're not feeling the music, you know some producers are in, are in a bind. You know they need yeah. money, they have kids, they have rent, they have this. So I can understand if you want to slang a beat for you know 100, 200. I don't know what you know what the rate's going for. Yeah. But you know one thing that does bother me, I What's will that? say. People that lease beats for like oh, yeah. two dollar leases, Come on, three dollar leases. Stop it! It's like you're devaluing the whole producer community when you do stuff like that. You know, stop what I mean? the leasing beats, guys. I'm so sorry. Crazy. I'm sorry. I have to. Let's we have talk to about talk about that. We have to talk about that. Leasing a beat is so dumb. What happens when you're over the miles on the beat? What happens Dude, when you what? Over the miles on the beat. Yeah, no, dude, it, it makes it makes no sense. Um, I, I'm seeing people leasing beats for ten cents, guys. I've seen it. Ten cents. I've seen ten cents. Wow. I've seen ten cents. I've seen ninety nine cents. I've seen a dollar. I've seen five bucks. I've seen ten bucks. Guys, it's not that serious. Do not do not stoop to that level. So of, what is the hopes of selling a beat at $5? Is the hopes that they're going to you're going to be lunch. selling 100 beats at $5? Uh, at like five people want that yeah. same beat. I just don't understand the whole lunch. Lunch. Yeah, just just I want I guess I it want, goes back to the band, to the buying thing, you yeah, know. Just I want the money. I want to buy a burrito today, not one taco. Okay? <laughs> I want guacamole on the side. With my, I want guacamole on the side with my chips, not just chips. Right. Right. I need something to dip my chips into, okay? 
and that's guac. And guacamole is expensive nowadays, especially <laughs> out of season. Especially when avocados are out of season. Okay, it's getting real out. So here. that's the difference. Okay, between leasing a beat and not leasing a beat. Okay, you get the extra guacamole on the side. Yeah. Um. So you know, listen, guys. Don't lease your beat. Uh, you're for, you're gonna you're gonna end up being the guy that used to lease beats or leases beats. You know, not a good look. So th- listen, I get it. Like everyone's got their own situation. People want to make bread. I w- I've had a, a good two three year run of just selling be- selling beats. What's what's the goal? And you know, not right now. Yeah. I mean, like if you're an upcoming producer and you're selling, let's say. You know, you're selling a beat to like a, a underground. You know, no one really knows yeah. who the artist is. What's the going rate for a beat? Well, it depends on it's emotional pricing. I think it depends on what it's a combination of what you feel like you're worth, but also what you think that person's willing to pay. You know what I mean? Mm. And and once you do that, you've you've literally opened up Pandora's box. You've totally sold out. Right. And and that's that's the definition definition of sellout to me is you're saying, okay, you know what? You suck, <laughs> but I'm going to take your money and I'm going to give you a, a number that I know you're going to give me and I'm not going to support what you're doing. Exactly. I'm not, I don't care what you do to the beat mm-hmm. and we're going to part ways after this transaction. I mean, that's pretty shitty. Yeah. That's pretty shitty. If you want to make money, do, do go, go get into a different business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like why, why do you want to be the guy that just makes beats and, and, and just like interacts with people you don't want to interact with? And listen, I did that for a couple years. I did that for three years. And I made, I was able to pay the rent and it was nice. But it was three years of not progressing in a real way. And so I had to stop, you know? So um, just, you know, think about what you do um, if you get yourself into that situation. That's all it is, you know? And I'm not saying not to get your money, but think about it. Yeah. You know, when we do uh, Feedback Fridays, you know, we get a lot of submissions where people are sending, and I think it just actually happened in the last one, where they'll send a Drake type beat. Oh God! Or this is a Bryson Tiller type beat, or it's like Travis a Scott, Travis type, Scott beat. type beat. And you know, I gotta say that really annoys me, and yeah. I know it definitely annoys you, Ill, is because like you've just you've just imitated somebody else. Yeah. So you're just literally going off that wave and not being original, and that is like the worst thing you can do. Don't be a type beat kind of producer. Oh, this is the worst. Do not do that. And, you know, there's an argument there because some of the justification is, well, you know, I want to make a type beat because so that people, like, are uh, are familiar with, like, what to expect. Or, like, maybe one day Travis Scott sees Travis Scott type beat on YouTube and right. he actually <laughs> uses it, and then it becomes a real Travis Scott beat. You know, instead of a type B. Uh, listen, the odds, you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning. You have a better chance of having sex with... Um, Famous know. person. <laughs> Famous person. I don't want to... Like, I'm, I'm, realizing, I'm realizing that, like... That's someone's wife! Yeah, yeah, that, that I can't say anyone specific. That's, that's, like saying, that's like saying Trump is a good president. How about that? Mm. Um, Best example. Yeah, but, you know, listen... Don't don't do it. Don't do it. Don't don't uh don't do that. And there's another thing too, producer tags. Oh, the worst. Yeah, yeah. Dopebeats.com. Unless, unless unless their tag is Moondog. 
Mundo beats, beats, beats. If it's Mundo beats, then it's fine. Um, and if the tag is ill, then use it. Yeah. You know, like Justice League got the ill tag. Yeah. Metro, Metro Boomin got the ill tag. Mm-hmm. Um, there's cats out there that got the ill, you know, 808 Mafia. Like, there's, there's guys out there that got cool tags, but don't do the tags if they're not, if they don't sound good. And don't do them every two bars in the beat. I was just going to do it. If you do it just once in the beginning and that's it. Yeah. And make sure it's a dope tag. And if it's not a dope tag, and just don't, don't do it. Don't do, do, do it. a dot com tag. Leasebeats.com. Five dollars. <laughs> Buy one, get one free. Buy one, get two free. Lease for four dollars. Avocado for everyone. The competition's doing it for three. We'll do it for a dollar fifty. Don't, don't, don't whore yourself out. Know your worth. <laughs> don't, don't. So don't do tags. Yeah. You no know, tags. and and don't lease beats. And no snippets. Don't do snippets. Snippets are the worst. Fade in, fade out. Yeah. I'll give you a scenario, and we've actually talked about this on this on the Super Dupes mm-hmm. uh, episode we had, but we're, we're gonna talk about it again because it's a big thing. Making snippets of beats, not a good thing. Never. Not a good thing. Not a good thing. And I'll tell you why. So, let's say you make uh, you lease a beat, or not. I'm sorry, you make a snippet of a beat, and um, it's got your tag on it. <laughs> Illmindproductions.com 973-644-4444 Five dollar leases 100 exclusive No samples used Um, So that's how your beat sounds And so And then it fades out after a minute and 30. Okay, so I'll give you a scenario. Let's say you run into an AR one day. Um, let's say you're at a party and um, uh, you run into, uh, I always use him as an example, you run into uh, Lenny S. I knew you were going to say <laughs> No, it's because me and Lenny actually have talked about this before. Yeah, so yeah. Lenny S is the uh, vice president of Rock Nation. And um, he's the guy that you need to get to to get to people like Jay-Z and Rihanna and stuff like that. So you meet Lenny S. And you guys hit it off. You're like, you know, Lenny, um, you know, I'm a blah, blah, blah. Like, I make beats, whatever. So you somehow you finagle your way into him saying, you know what? Take my email down. Send me some beats. And uh, we'll see if I can get a placement, right? So you get Lenny S.'s email. And you go home and you send him five beats, right? Snippets, right? Because you think snippets is a good idea. So you send a snippet and you send five snippets of beats, MP3 attachments in the Gmail. So fast forward about a week later, Lenny S sees it. He downloads them. And lo and behold, he loves them. He loves them. Um, and so he's in the studio, coincidentally, with Rihanna. All right. And so he's in the studio with Rihanna and Rihanna's like, hey, Lenny, you got any beats? Play me some beats, whatever. So Lenny plays one of your beats during the Rihanna session. And Rihanna's there. One of her writers there and everything there. So she hears it. and She's like, oh, shit, that one's ill. Can you can you um, can we do work on that beat? And then he's like, all right, bet. 
So then he's like, all right, I have, this is only a snippet. We can't record over this. It's a minute and a half. There's no, it, it fades out during the hook, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, all right, you know what? I'm going to hit Mundo Beats to see if, if Mundo, <laughs> I'm going to hit Mundo to see if he can send me the full version of this. So right now they're in the studio. Rihanna's waiting. Lenny S calls you. You don't pick up. Why? Because you're in an elevator or something. Maybe you're at work, whatever it is. Normal life shit. So then he's like, all right, fuck, I got to email him. Mundobeats at gmail.com. <laughs> Which, by the way, you should make that. Right? So Already did. And I'm using Mundo as an example. So <laughs> Mundobeats.com, Lenny S. He's like, yo, Mundo, what up? Hey, I'm in the studio with Rihanna. I need that second track, um, track number two. Send me the full version of that, please. And please take out the tags. Please, please, please. Thanks. So then he comes back, a couple minutes go by, he's checking his phone, no answer yet. He tries calling you, texting you, no answer yet. Um, and so Rihanna's sitting there, 10 minutes go by, Rihanna's like, man, uh, you got that beat, Lenny? And Lenny's like, oh, shit, like, I'm still waiting on Mundo to hit me. I'm still waiting on him to hit me, like, give him a couple minutes. So Rihanna's becoming impatient, naturally. Uh, the writers are like, kind of like, oh man, they're getting tired. They're like, let's get some food, whatever, blah, blah. And so 15 minutes go by and no answer from you from Mundo Beats. And Lenny S uh, is there and he's feeling a little frustrated. Um, he's feeling a little embarrassed as well. And Rihanna's like, you know what, Lenny? Like, can you just play me some other shit? Like, I want to record right now. Like, we only have like five hours here. Um, show me some other stuff. So then Lenny's like, all right, bet. So then Lenny just plays some other stuff and they move on. And so now they're, they've moved on. They don't care about the other track really at all. And a couple hours go by, they're already finished tracking to another song. And then finally, you know, you see your email and you're like, holy shit, Lenny hit me. Oh fuck, he's in the studio with Rihanna. So then you bounce out the track and you send him the full version. And... Lenny sees the email and he's like, you know what? Fuck this guy. Like, uh, you know, he really screwed me over. He made me feel embarrassed because Rihanna is frustrated and that makes me look bad. And um, he wasn't reliable. So then he's ignoring you and you're sitting there excited. You have no idea what's going on. You think the Rihanna track is happening, but it's really not. And um, you've literally just ruined your relationship with Lenny S. Um, and and from there on the chances of him accepting beats from you or shopping your beats is probably never going to happen ever again right so very unfortunate you were that close to getting rihanna to track to one of your songs and it just didn't happen why because you had your drop in the beginning and because you sent a snippet and the reason why they send snippets is so no one i'm assuming takes their beat right yeah Silly. But when it's Rihanna trying to use your beat, what are you gonna do? Hmm. Damn. That. I feel bad for that person. So, moral of the story is what? Don't send snippets. Don't send snippets. No snippets, guys and girls. Create full songs, even if it's an eight-bar loop. Make it three and a half minutes. Create some kind of sequence. I have Talk about one. the sequence thing. I have another one. Yeah. I have another one. While we're on the topic of the don'ts. I love don'ts. Don'ts. Don't preface your track 
So when you or or like write a whole paragraph about your life oh, story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm from I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina, and you know yeah. I have a passion for music, <laughs> and I, I got kicked out of school, and I live with my mom, and I, you know they want me to get a job, and I, yeah. no one cares, man. Yeah. No one cares. I just want to hit play and hear fire. It's all about the track. Oh, let the Don't track give speak. the life story. Don't let the track speak for itself. It's let the track bad. speak. Let the track speak. Alice is 100% right. I've, I'm sure Alice has seen many of a story. I don't I don't read them. I used to read them like when I first got <laughs> into business. I was like, "Oh, let me get let me Oh, and then I hear the track and it's, you know, not up to par for me." So right. then what I've started doing is is uh I just don't read them anymore. I just listen to the track. If the track's good, then I'll go back and read it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the only way. Yeah, that makes sense. Man, so man, that makes so much sense. Let the music speak. Yeah. Right. Ryan, have you had any experiences with um, you know, sending a track to someone or just like a session that just didn't go well for whatever reason? Of course, reason? all the time. Especially yeah. out in the island where there's a lot of local artists mm-hmm. that will like to talk up, Oh man, I'll be in and out in the studio in like ten minutes, you don't even gotta worry about that. And then a week later you're still working on the same project and you're like, What's going on? What am I doing here? Yeah. Red flag number one, I'm there ten minutes. <laughs> They're like, all right, this guy has no idea. He's never no been idea. to a studio. No, no idea. <laughs> Ten minutes is not going to happen, guy. <laughs> never. No. An hour session, a half hour session. I mean, an hour stuff can get done, but you know, you've, if you're going to go in, go in, you know, for at least a couple of hours. What do we? What do we say a lot at? We say, um, just show up. That's the first thing, right? You say it all the time. Yeah, I mean, the hardest part is showing up. You know, you're tired. Everyone makes excuses. You're tired. You have work, you have this, you have that. But if you show up, you'll reap the benefits of just being there, which is crazy. Yeah, you basically increase your chances by a million percent by just showing up. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, not showing up means that it's never never happened. And then if you do it once, then you're like, eh, I'll do it again. And, you know, it's almost like cutting school in high school, you know, where it's like, eh, I'll do it just one time. (laughs) And then you do it and you're like... All right, you know, I could do maybe one more day, you know? Yeah. Then it's like a week. <laughs> and then before you know it, truant, or, you know, or truant officers are showing up at your house. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. Um, yeah. Ryan, do you have, um, I remember we were talking earlier and you said that um, there was some questions that you might have oh, for, yeah. for us, like just stuff you're kind of curious about. And yeah. I know that you probably share a similar perspective from our listeners. So shoot. What are the questions? Um, some of my biggest questions are about signal thickening and mm. getting like a, a fat signal. Um, it's really easy to go in and create a, r- a real good beat, but if it can't transfer to your car stereo or to a computer or anything like that, how are you going to impress anybody? True. So those are my main questions. True. And, and question. I'll, I'll let um, Lorenzo add on to that too, since you know we got the engineer, the real engineer in here. Um, but no, I think um, we kind of spoke about it a little bit earlier, but I think... N- I, this is my belief, but my belief is that 90% of it is trusting your ears. Yeah. And I know that sounds weird um, and not really making sense so much, but it's really about trusting your ears. So what, what I like to do is, you know, my definition of fatness and warmth in audio is different from what you kind of define that as, you know? Um, so it's really just... It, it comes down to answering that question first is, okay, what do I consider to be a thick, you know, like full sound? And so the one thing that I like to do is just compare, right? So I'll, let me give an example. I consider the roots to have really warm, yeah. snappy, 
analog sounds, especially the way Questlove like mixes his drums. So for years, I've studied Questlove's music, and so I've listened to all the Roots albums. I listened to all the drum work he's done, um, the way they mix their bass, and the, how the kick drums and the bass are relative to each other and are able to coexist together. And a lot of that is like Bob, the genius Bob Power, um, veteran engineer who engineers a lot of the Roots' stuff too. Um, so I like to first start a reference point. And for a long time, what I was doing was I was comparing my mixes to the roots. So I would say, okay, let me create, like I have a song or a beat that I made. And then I would AB my mix with, um, uh, with a root song. And then I would attempt to like master my beat and try to see if it kind of competes well with the way they did it and so and then i'll check on my monitors i'll check in the car yeah. i'll check on the laptop the everywhere. phone everywhere yeah so i think it's it's really the first step is knowing what you want you know what i mean i think a lot of engineers and producers kind of make up this definition of what they think it should sound like yeah. and then they just do it they just going blind going blind yeah. right and they're missing the entire point it's okay what exactly am i trying to accomplish and then from there you, it's practice. It's practice and it's time. It's uh, trial and error, trying things and some of those those things work, some of them don't. You know, it's like how do I get my 808s to distort and become thick without overpowering a mix? And you're gonna you're gonna fuck up. You're gonna try things, and sometimes it's gonna sound good. Sometimes it won't. Um, so I think that's the key. You know, anyone can. The, the tools are all there. Like it's easy to get a hold of vsts and wave yeah. bundle and like isotope it's like you can damn near get all that stuff for free you know um but i think it's a combination of first knowing what you want having the ears for it and then trying a bunch of things by using all of those tools and you obviously have to learn the tools too yeah, i would suggest youtube mm -hmm. you know i've learned a lot on you know youtube should should start a fucking university, friend. man. YouTube University, for real. Video tutorials. I want 5% I mean, YouTube it's, it's, if you do that. It's like an audio. I mean, it's a visual and audio book all yeah. at the same time. Dude, video tutorials are the shit. Mm -hmm. I think there's a community of producers that like always do that. Yeah, Most I've of us do. I think 95% yeah. of them. Yeah, so, you know, YouTube, you got to tap into that. I want 5%. Okay, anyway. What um, are what are some, um, just while we're on it, some VSTs that you would recommend for producers yeah. to kind of like, you know. To do that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first first one that I would always recommend is Waves Bundle. For, you got to have Waves Bundle, right, Lo? Like, yeah, I know you yeah, swear you by need, it. Yeah, you need that. You know what I mean? Um. What else? What else? What else? Definitely isotope. Isotope. Yep. Um, I I like. I'm a fan of isotope. Uh, I think I have the old one, like six or something. Well, I think ozone? they're up to like seven ozone? or eight. Isotope. Yeah. yeah. So uh, isotope ozone five or six or seven, whatever the latest one is. Really amazing EQ. I like the fact that you could um, you can do really sharp like bell EQ curves yeah. on certain frequencies. That's really great. Um, another one right here is Fab one filter. I told you about. Yeah, Fab Filter. Mm, like, Fab Filter like is great. The Pro Q on that shit, the, the EQ is crazy because it lets you single out the bands and like you can hear like what you add in, what you take it out. Like it's fire. Yeah. Fab Filter is great. I think it's really similar to um, to Isotope, mm -hmm. but it, it's it's a little different. Mm -hmm. So it's really I would recommend trying both. So Waves Bundle, Isotope, Fab Filter. Um, there's a, actually a plugin I really like called Decimort. 
Um, I was telling you about that earlier, yeah, yeah. Ryan. Um, and it's by a company called D16. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you search D16, go to their website, and there's a plugin called Decimore, and it's basically a bit cruncher. Honestly, it was designed to emulate certain um, hardware samplers. So there's a, an SP1200 preset. Nice. There's an MPC60 preset. Wow. There's a TR808 preset. I mean, there's all these presets. And they shape and manipulate and warm the sound. But there's a really cool option in there where there's like a, there's like a preamp knob. And depending on how you mess with the knobs, you can get your sound to sound like really fat. Nice. So I like to use Decimort on my kick drums. Um, sometimes I'll use them on snares. I'll use them on bass tracks. Anything with that I want to add like umph to, nice. I'll use Decimort. So that's a, that's a really nice. good plugin. Yeah. And then our bass. Of course. Our bass is just like the shit, shit, shit. Um, just look it up, you guys. You'll love it. R B A S S. Our bass. Our bass. Yeah. You got any jewels, Ryan? And what do you use? Well, right now I'm using Reason, but I'm Reason. slowly making the switch over to Pro Tools just because of the control that you have when it comes to editing. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. And you said you rewire into Pro Tools yeah, too, right? Yeah, I, I do rewire. Yeah. But I feel like as far as getting your signal nice and big, it's easier, at least for me, to do it through Pro Tools. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I make beats in Pro Tools, so I, I love everything about it. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, regardless of what DAW you're using. It's all um, about your feel. It's all about the feel. And, and, again, it's all about knowing what something is supposed to sound like, if that's what you're trying to achieve. You know, like I said, everyone's got their own definition of what is warm and what isn't and what distortion is and all that stuff. So, again... Highly recommend you A, B, or mixes, yeah. right. and compare your stuff. Listen, I'm not gonna. I'm not saying you should do this, but like if you know if Metro Boomin is like your favorite producer, listen to a Future song. You know, listen listen to Top Forty Radio or like the stuff that's on the Billboard, and really try to understand like how those songs are mixed and and why they sound the way they sound, and and then do research. You know, so I would say like. First step is research, yeah. you know, listen to stuff, analyze, compare, research, and then, you know, emulate. I think emulation is the next step. Mm-hmm. Try to duplicate that feel and then you'll eventually, you know, gain those skill sets to then apply your own kind of flavor into your music. You know, and I think that's how we all start. Nice. You know, who are some of your influences, Brian? Like kind of when you started like making beats, like who, who when some I started of making beats, Timberland and Pharrell were definitely one of my big influences, oh, yeah. just because of their versatility, mm-hmm. where they can make a thumping hip hop track or they can make like a Nelly Furtado track. Oh yeah, yeah. So that that's what's big to me is the wide range of genres that you can cover. Exactly. Mm. What about you, Lo? Like, what are you influenced by? As far as producers, yeah, everything, or, anything. I mean, on some engineer shit. It's, Dave Masato, Tony Maserati, of course, mm. because them niggas is fire. The legends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Them niggas is fire. Yeah. Um, producers, I'm some type of hip-hop purist that is like, like, preen. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, DJ Premier, one of my favorite producers. And yeah. I mean, some dude named Illmind. I don't know if you heard Oh, Illmind is okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Who's I, that? Who's me? that? I don't know. Some, some Asian guy. Some you think, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like, but then again, like, keep in mind, I got into engineering because I'm an MC first. You know what I'm yep. saying? So, like... I take most of my inspiration from MCs. Yep. Like, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah. Hello. Michael, who's some of your, your favorite MCs? Dead or alive. Both. 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 I am Pun, Big L, like all all the all the all the spitters. Like, yep. you know what I mean? Lyrics. Yeah. Like yeah. syllables. Rhyming. 
punchlines, all that. Crazy. You know what I mean? Crazy, crazy. Yeah, Lorenzo does it all, man. I was, Sometimes I wish I could rap. <laughs> he even does like a little graphic design, too. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. A little bit. What about you, At? What are so? Because Atlas, you're actually an, you're an artist by heart. You really are. <laughs> I, I know you don't like to admit it, uh, but you really are. But like, that's what how kind I started. of what what are what are the what is what are the artists and like types of music that like made you say you know what like I'm interested in getting into the music? Oh man, I mean, coming up, you know, my mom was always playing like old R and B stuff. So I'm yeah. I'm at heart I'm an R and B head, you know. Yeah. So. Nice. Um, Growing up, I mean, you know, I'm I was listening to, you know, like man, let me just think. Boys to Men was like my favorite Fire, okay. group. Those harmonies. That's you know, why you're like, so into harmonies. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you know, and I sang in a in a group with, you know, with four other guys, you know, and I was writing the songs and coming up with the melodies and harmonies. But um man, boys to, I'm like in super nineties R and B, man. Like yeah. Boys to Men, Joe to see. You know, 112, you know. One I of mean, my favorite fucking eras, man. Yeah, yeah. like I, that's, you know, that's my era as far as the music that I, that I that got me into singing, you know. So, um, you know, but even these days, you know, like I love, uh, you know, I like Chris Brown and I even like, you know, Drake and um, God, you know, you know who I really love? Who? 21 Pilots. Yes, shout to 21, 21 Pilots. Pilots. Those guys, those guys are phenomenal. They They're write, phenomenal. They write their stuff. They produce their stuff. You know, he raps, he sings. I mean, they started out, I think, I think they were doing like punk music yep. back in the day. And you could hear it, you know, and they're edgy. And it's like... Yeah. Man, they just this it just really sonically they just have it all together. So right now those like those that twenty one pilots is probably yeah. my favorite uh, the top. group right now. Yeah. Yeah. Live show is crazy. Yeah. Have you been to a show? Yeah, I've been to a live yeah. show. Yeah. Wow, what it's is crazy. that like? It's crazy. It's just so much energy. Yeah. Energy. From the beginning to the end. Non stop. Yeah, yeah non stop. Wow. And it's, it's 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 the two guys. They're brothers, yeah. right? Yeah. They're brothers. And they kill it. They kill it. It's amazing. Yeah. And they're related. That's so cool. Yeah, man. How cool is that? Shots? Imagine like being in like elementary school and like, you know, these two guys are like, yeah, man, we do music. And you're like, yeah, whatever. And boom, 21 <laughs> pilots. Global domination. It's crazy. You know? Good That's for crazy. them. Good for them now. Good for them, man. Shout to 21 pilots, man. Shout to Atlantic Records. Mm -hmm. They got a crazy, crazy roster. Um, speaking of roster, I always do that because it has nothing to speaking do with the next of, thing. Yo, <laughs> speaking you of roster, funny? I was going to say that last episode. I completely forgot. Yeah. So I'm glad you said it yourself. Uh, yeah. yeah, I always do that. Speaking of <laughs> fill in the blank, nothing to do with what I'm about to say. Um, we, man, we had a really great uh, we have a really great guest today. We had a great oh, conversation. Yeah. Uh, Apollo Brown. Okay, so we're going to get into uh, talking to P Apollo Brown. So just to kind of preface him a little bit, man, one of my favorite, quote unquote, boom bap producers. I hate saying that. I hate saying that. And I just said it. Fuck. What? The boom bap producer? Yeah, just boom bap. I hate. I don't like using said the word boom again. bap. He makes amazing beats. Um, he really keeps it like true to where that sound came from. But he has like a modern twist to it. It's like yeah. so weird. Like he's got really ill sample chops crazy drum sounds like the bass line is in there like he just has soul mm -hmm. so much soul in his music and again you know he recently dropped an album with the homie sky zoo and um it's a really really amazing album and they're actually on tour right now mm -hmm. in europe yep. uh, sky zoo and apollo brown but he's got a huge fan base overseas one of my favorite producers man apollo brown um and uh yeah we're gonna talk to him about his beginnings and his life and 
how he started and why he does what he does and his experience, mm-hmm. you know, touring overseas. It's crazy because you're talking about a guy. He's a producer, and he'll do sets of just beats, soul chop beats. And when he goes to Germany, when he goes to Russia, when he goes to these places, oh, he's like Michael Jackson he's over there. MJ. I mean, no, he is serious, dude. Girls crying, yeah. like 15, crazy. 16, 18. Ah! He's playing these. Apollo they just Brown. Brown. Yo, with their like crying, like mobs of thousands, thousands of people. Yeah. They love this guy out there. Yeah, I mean, he walks around with with bodyguards. Yeah. Literally, mm-hmm. Secret Service. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> machine guns, guys. Um, bulletproof cars. Bulletproof vest uh, cars. Bulletproof NPC. Um, <laughs> no, but he's, he's yeah, he, and he's shooting speaking, bullets from his NPC yeah. just in case. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of NPC, this actually does make sense. He uses an NPC on stage, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And to be able to do, you know, thousands of people, crowds, beat sets. Doing that kind of hip hop is fucking ill to me. That's so dope. But he, it's and but most of the time it only happens overseas. So I just think that's such an interesting mm. dynamic of being able to rock out overseas, but then you know doing a show in New York, you're not going to get the same yeah. love, the same yeah. feel. Uh, it's just such a such a bizarre thing um, in music bizarre. right now. So yeah, we're going to get into all that with Apollo Brown. So um, yeah, this is uh, our conversation with uh, the mighty mighty. Apollo Brown. Yeah. All right, guys. We got a special, special episode this week. Yes. Uh, we got the homie Apollo Brown yeah. in the building. Round of applause yeah. what up? for Apollo yeah. Brown, yeah. baby. Yeah. Apollo Brown. What up? What up? What up? Detroit. Is man, Detroit is in the building. Detroit. Oh man, it's just it feels so good. Um, Apollo, man, how you been? Good, good man. I can't complain. Like can't complain. About, yes. And if I tried to complain, it wouldn't help. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, life is good, man. It's like it's Absolutely. always good when you just you're doing literally what you love. Yo, I wake up in the morning, and I make beats, man. That's it for a living. Just make. Take beats. care of my family, and Amazing. go on just vacations to the mic, and stuff, and yeah. make beats for a living. That's amazing, man. Oh, and, yeah. and listen, that's um, that's the goal for. Absolutely. Basically, uh, most of our listeners, all of us, you know, aspiring producers and want to do it in this and really make it and really do it. That's that's the level. That's the goal. So um, uh, there's a lot to talk about with you, man. There's a lot going on now, a lot you've done Mm -hmm. um, for the culture and for yourself and for everyone involved. So um, I just I want to kind of start off um, by kind of talking about how you started all this stuff, how you got into it. You know, we all have our different stories of how. We started uh, rocking out. So, um, what was the beginning stages of Apollo Brown? What inspired you? What was your first machine? All that good stuff. Um, I would say, well, you know, as as everybody else, I listened to music and and, and got into hip hop. I got into hip hop. Um, I think it was real when when Breaking Adams came out, Main Source, and then it just kind of, you know, um, it it made me see hip-hop as more of a culture than than just some music that's out there you know right. and and looking at the front door was on the radio sheesh right. it, it was on the radio that was that was back when yeah man, you know and uh you know there was there was videos and and everything that you can see right you know regarding hip-hop but um 1996 is when i when i started making beats wow. and then i was you know it, it was all about you know i found myself analyzing music and and breaking it down and uh, you know, listen to this snare and listen to these this music and how did they do that and how did they, you know, and I didn't want to be just a listener anymore. I wanted to be a part of it. Right. Um, 
And 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 me and my homie back in the time, um, he was my best friend in high school. Uh, he goes by the name of Brian's Nazareth. Mm. Um, we started together uh, back in '96, and started on Cool Edit. Nice. And uh, Cool Edit 2000, man. It came out in '97. Were you on a PC or a Mac? Uh, PC. PC. All yeah, 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 yeah. It was like Windows. At, at that time, Windows 95. Yeah. And there was this program called Voyetra. Mm. And it came with Windows 95, and it was wow. like sound manipulation software. Wow. And it, it had it was like a little, you know, two by three box that came up on, the, on the screen, and and it was it was the worst. But then uh, Cool Edit came out in 07, mm -hmm. or uh, not 07, but 97. Mm -hmm. um, got on that, and just been doing that ever since, man. Wow. Um, wow. 96 through I'd say. 2007, 2006. That first 10 years, I would consider myself a bedroom beat maker. Wow. So you, you know? started on software. Started on software. And that, that's the wild. Very, very early software. Very early. That's crazy. I, mean, I actually, my, I, I, my story is kind of similar too. I actually started on Cakewalk. Oh, in yeah, yeah, around yeah, 95, yeah, yeah, 96 yeah. with the PC. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because, you know, in, in our, you know, generation that time it was like the guys we looked up to were like primo pete rock yeah, we still absolutely. do obviously absolutely. and we study these guys dilla and so like you would think that the initial uh reaction would be oh i need to buy an mpc or i need to buy you know an sp 1200 but man i was 16 course, man. man i didn't right. have no money yeah you can't how are you like, gonna buy that all racks. i cared about was shoes exactly and, um, you know, this was just something that I was playing around with. And, you know, I go in my bedroom and just mess around with it or whatever. I didn't think I'd ever make yeah. a career out of it. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I mean, we all know Cool Edit is not. It's it's for radio stations, man. It's it's for editing, you know, music and seven-second delays and stuff like that. It's not right. for making beats. And, right. Um, but that's what I learned on. And that's, and that's what I use, I'd say, 80% of the time today. Wow, still. So same one. Wow. No, no, uh, no multi-track. Wow. Um, I just wow. I use windows. I got and bring the window down and go to this window and that yeah, window. And, I see that. That's, um, that's fire. Oh, that's that's fire. That's um, fire. But I know I like the back of my hand, man. And, I, you know, little tricks on it. Like instead of 16 levels, I got 22 levels. Mm. And, you know, all kinds of different things that I can do on it, um, yeah. it, it as far as filtering. And, and But, you know, I have a machine now and I'm still I'm trying to get going on that, man. Yeah. And, um, How do you, you know, like it so things. far? Um. It's it's definitely a, a learning curve for me. Yeah, you know, if I started on it, obviously it'd be it'd be great, man. Yeah. But I'm so used to um, being really precise with with my chops and right. and and it just it's I don't know. It's it's different, man. It's different. It's different. It's different. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm gonna try to get the hang of it and yeah. uh, and try to you know do certain things, man. And yeah. It's that's great. I mean, it's just proof that like you could be doing this for so long, but to learn, you're always going to be learning more. You know, yeah, staying nice. with the times. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, if you want, and just like try to master the DAWs and yeah. everything. But I think essentially it comes back to, you know, doing doing it the right way, doing it your way, doing it your way. You that, that's it, right there, that's man. It. We all know it's it's not how you make music; it's the outcome. So. Yeah. You know, if the beat's banging, that's all that matters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. No. So you started off uh, on this program. It's 96. You're grinding, like you said, bedroom producer, quote unquote. Yeah. For 10 years, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, 10, 10 years, man. I didn't have the confidence. So right. the confidence wasn't there to really show anybody what I was doing. And, mm. But in that 10 years, you know, I built up, I mean, thousands and beats. thousands of beats, man. Yeah. So yeah. it was like. I'm still going through that catalog, putting those beats on albums today. So, yeah. um, I mean, that's crazy. No, wow. I'm, I'm redoing them. Yeah, obviously my process is yeah. different, and 
the drums and certain things are different. So I, I go back and listen to old beats, and I'm like, yo, that sample's crazy. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I, I need to redo that. And, yeah. and that's and dope. That it. means like your, your style is timeless. Um, that's like a timeless style if you could go back to old beats and be like I'm not changing anything but just maybe the arrangement or like you're still using the same sounds that means you were digging then yep. that means you were on it and that's you have timeless, a timeless timeless to me you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying like yeah. um, you know I've always pretty much had the same taste and uh, you know I have the same taste now that I did you know 10, 15 yeah. years ago right. you know and, and I mean, 20 years ago now that was yeah. 96 so this yeah. is 2016 yeah. damn man hey. 20 um you know, I'm, I was always a big woo head back yeah. in the day, man. I was always about Gangstar, you know, Preem. Yeah. I was a big DJ Muggs fan, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, stuff like that. So, um, it's never really changed, man. I just always like grimy, dirty music. Chops. And, and you know, everybody is, is evolving, and I kind of pride myself on revolving. Yes. Yes. It sounds weird, yes. you know, because you want to evolve in your craft, and you want to evolve in this music, mm. and watch everyone else Classic. evolve, but it's kind of like, while everyone else is evolving with their sounds and their drums and <clears throat> the way that they do things, I'm kind of revolving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I I'm think, okay with that. Yeah. You know I'm I, okay I, think, that. I think at the end of the day, it's a personal choice. It's like you want to, you're, you're, you're evolving, believe it or not, in what you do. And, and I think it really like starts with, with, um, what your taste level is and what you want to do. Honestly, yeah, you know what true, I mean? True. Like, um, and I think you, you, you're at an advantage because, um, you're, you know, you're literally mastering this, this, this style that you're passionate yeah, about like and, it, and, yeah. and it's, um, it's taking you really, really far. So I want to talk about that. So, you know, so you're, you're grinding 10 years, 2006, 2007. Um, what was that sort of uh, first moment that made you realize, okay, this is real. I can do this yeah, for a yeah, living. Yeah. I'm going to go for it. What was that? Well, first off, you? 2005 and 2006, I didn't touch a beat. I quit. I was done. Wow. I was like, you know, I was listening to the radio, watching go. watching TV. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I'm, there's there's no fans out here. There's no fan base for what I do. Yeah. You know, and I wasn't really digging for my fan base. And uh, a cousin of mine uh, came to me and showed me a fan base. He basically was like, yo, all these fans of Dilla and all these fans of so-and-so and so-and-so, they're still here and they still want that type of music. And I'm like... Cool. So I started digging for the fan base, seeing what was out there, realizing there is a fan base. Mm -hmm. So I started making music again in 07. Um, I, I think it was funny because, you know, like most of us, we went through names and names and names. Yeah. You know, I've had many names as a producer yeah. um, or a beat maker. And then uh, I finally had to settle on a name at a, uh, I, I agreed to do a beat showcase in 07. Wow. And I had to settle on a name on the way there in the car that's crazy because i had to i had to write something down you know what i'm saying wow. I, didn't, I didn't want like i said the two years previously i was done so i kind of wiped that all clean and i'm like man i need a new name and literally in the car i'm like uh all right so apollo is the greek god of music that's cool <laughs> and it was just gonna be apollo but then i'm like yo i wanted more of a a name not just like a moniker i didn't want something like the machine you yeah, know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. you know i wanted something that was kind of like a first and last name and and I'm a big fan of James Brown, so I kind of gave wow. the nod to James Brown. It's like Apollo Brown. It kind of that's crazy. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then I wrote it down, and then they called me for like five minutes, uh -huh. and I just wasn't answering. 
And I did because I didn't know my name. Wow. I wasn't used to that. <laughs> wow. And because I was up next. Right. And they literally had to skip my turn. Wow. And go to another dude because they was like, Apollo Brown, you in the building, Apollo yeah. Brown. And I'm wow. just sitting there chilling, like. And you're like, where's this Apollo <laughs> Brown guy? Like, this Apollo Brown dude. And then yeah. I realized, like, oh, damn, shit. yo, that's me. That's me. I gotta go. And, uh, that's crazy. So I, I went up and played beats, and I played these beats that I've been hiding for ten years that I've never showed anybody, shown anybody. Wow, you know? bro. And uh, the reaction I got was like, yo, that's what made me want to do this. Yeah. Because of the reaction I got, I was just kind of going up there just to be in my own zone. But then I started looking out in the crowd, and cats is like, yo, like yeah. faces scrunching up. Yeah, validation. You know what I'm and, it was validation. And uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely, and, yeah. and um, that's the, that right there was the moment that made me want to continue on. And, and all right, people actually like this. this wow, is cool. that's crazy. So, so in a way, that was like that moment when you thought of your name, Apollo yeah. Brown, and that night during that showcase, that was the re- that was the birth of that was the birth of Apollo of, Brown of right you yeah, of absolutely. Apollo Brown. Absolutely. Wow. And yeah. everything previous to that was sweat equity. I mean, that was you in training. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was just me. That's you crazy. Know, figuring out the ropes man and um you know after 2007 that's kind of wow so you do the showcase love that you're realizing that yes there is a fan base for this there's people that love this shit i love it they love it i like doing it um what 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 was sort of your life after that i mean what did you start doing more showcases did you put some stuff out what was what was happening i got real heavy into beat battling okay and then uh i started doing um Doing the uh, Red Bull Big Tune. Red Bull year. Big Tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah I did yeah, one yeah. of those. Yay. And then I won in 09. Uh-huh. Um, and then I stopped. And I was just like, yo, I'm not battling anymore. Because I was mm. doing all kinds of local stuff. Right. Um, regional stuff. Uh, just I was traveling around the United States doing beat battles. And it got to the point where, man, you you know, you've been in it. You know, you start making beats just for beat battles. Yep. Stuff that you can't really make into songs. You kind of got to strip it back down and make it into a real song. Yeah. You know, crowd pleasers, you know, crashes and all kinds of crazy yeah, air stuff. drums, like yeah, you know, 16 just, count. Yeah, do, 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 do. you know, crowd pleasing stuff. So it got to the point where also everybody wanted to challenge me and everybody's like, yo, let's battle. And I'm like, I don't want to do that no more, <laughs> man. And I don't have anything else to prove. So yeah. I'm just going to hang it up and and start making albums, man. And that's the true test right there. If you can make yeah. an album, you know, or make, good, well, first and foremost, make a good song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and then, and turn those good songs into a good album. Mm-hmm. Um, not just a collection of songs on a CD, but an actual album that's mm-hmm. cohesive. You know, that's the test right there. And if you can right. do that, then you might be able to call yourself a producer. Yeah. You know what I'm so, saying? So what was your first um, taste of, you know, producing a project and really feeling like okay this is i could do this this is like i really did a good job on this and i want to continue to do this what was that first project my, my first experience? two albums were uh non-label albums they were okay. uh they were just some kind of some stuff i put together just some some beat tapes that i put together right giving them away for free it's like whatever um i felt good about them at the time i listened to them now and they're pretty horrible <laughs> um <laughs> people like them still i mean yeah. you know but I was given a task to to kind of remix um, what was it like fifteen songs, and uh, that was my first task for Mellow Music Group label mm. uh, in 2010. And uh, I called it well, it's called the Reset. It's first album mm. off the label, um, and it was kind of like I've never really done that before. I wasn't really into remixes. Mm-hmm. I, w- I always felt like remixes were a waste of my beats. Wow. Because I'm like, you know, hey, yo, let's just make a new song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I don't want to remix this already. You know, right. and it's already a good song, and then me remix it and but I, d- yeah. I did it, and I remixed like 15 joints on there, and um, 
it came out good, you know, and the right. way I put it together and the, the arrangement and everything. And I, right. it, it, people liked it. I'm like, yeah, all right, well, I can oh, do yeah. this. Yeah. How did you motivate yourself to, like, do that if you already had the mentality that, you know, you didn't really want to? Well, I was getting paid for it. <laughs> oh, there you <laughs> go. That, 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 that works. I was, I, I, go. I, was, I was getting paid for it. That was one. Um, and then the fact that I really wanted to be, I wanted to, uh, to put myself in the industry. You know what I'm saying? I wanted mass, you know, I wanted, I wanted to be, you know, in the masses, man. I wanted people to know me, not just in Detroit, but, yeah. you know, all over the, well, United States, the region at, at yeah. that point in time. I wasn't yeah. really worried about, you know, international. Um, right. But I put it together and, and um, it came out good. And, and it did well. It did very well. Yeah, yeah, it did. yeah. it's still doing very well for yeah. some reason. Um, even though it's uh, what seven, seven year old, or yeah. what six year old record, seven year old yeah. record. And, and listen, that's that that's just proof again that like, you know, not only was that a monumental milestone in your career, but people are still discovering it. Yeah. There's yeah. people, new people coming in, like, oh, who's Apollo Brown? And and you're, you're building it up, and and the catalog is tight. So. Yeah. You know, shit, definitely, you know, shout to Mellow Music Group. That was, like, the beginning of that, that, was yeah, that yeah, yeah. whole thing. And uh, Mellow is doing some really amazing things for for the, for the hip-hop, for the culture. Yeah. So um, so you put out the project. Um, but so I had an album sitting in the wings already. Okay. So, you know, I was shopping an album called okay. The Left. Well, it was my old group called The Left. Mm-hmm. Um, the album was called Gas Mask. Mm-hmm. Amazing album. Still called Classic. I think it's on eBay for, like, $350 right now. Wow. Um, but... I was sitting on that, and I wasn't gonna give it to label because I was I was shopping it, and I was shopping it everywhere, man. Like yeah. just Nature Sounds, yeah. and Brick Records, and all yeah. like everywhere, every every underground label I can think of. Yeah. Um, I was literally sending it out, and um, you know, doing all the the legwork where you you know you got the packages and mm-hmm. you're putting them in, and you know, all that all that crazy legwork, and then um, nobody wanted no it. one wanted no, it. nobody was like it was like who are you right, right. and. Uh, I gave it to Mello, and he was like, "Yeah, hell yeah, I want that, man. Are you crazy? Yeah. This, is, this is amazing, you know." Yeah. And so that was that was the next album that I put out on on, on wow. the label right there, and then that just kind of cemented a fan base. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That right there was like, okay, now I have a fan base. Yeah, right. Now I have at least five thousand people that are gonna want to buy my music. Yeah. Right. And then it just grows every you know every time or every time I put out an album. So yeah. you know. These days, man, it's 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 hard to we can't we can't do like the '90s where you can put out an album and wait three years, yeah, four years and sit on it. And you got to be stay great. consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, I try to put out two albums every eighteen months. So, wow. you know, it's um, that's kind of my schedule, and and you got to stay relevant. Yeah, I mean, in this in this industry nowadays, somebody can basically take your spot and yeah. you will be forgot about quick, after quick, a year quick, quick. of yeah. not making any music. Yeah, like who's that guy? Like, yeah. Damn, I just put in six years of <laughs> continuous music and you don't know who I am anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's it's crazy. Crazy. So you you've been consistent with these projects, man. Yeah, and kudos to you. And and, and, and again, hard. props to Mellow Music Group. The catalog is growing. Yeah. Um it's it's uh the fan base is growing. People are behind the movement, the numbers are there mm-hmm. digitally and physically. Yeah. Um, you know, so let's fast forward to now. Um Wait, hold on. I want to know yeah. who did the the clouds artwork. Mm. Uh, you know what? Um, I forgot the name of the because, artist, man, because because that project stuck out to me the most because it just it looked crazy. 
Like when you look at it, you're like, well, what is this? And then you hear the beats on the project, and it's just like, okay, who? That's how I got drawn in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then that's like YouTube is digital, so you're seeing that artwork. Like artwork is super important. Yeah, oh, absolutely, was, absolutely. Like, you know what I'm saying for those projects. Yeah. Now that artwork was actually it was already a, a piece of art. It was actually a T-shirt. Uh, uh, maybe yeah, I like I saw like two years earlier. Uh, but I'm like, yo, I want this artwork. Yeah. And we ended up buying the artwork from, yeah. the, from the dude. There you go. Oh, and, wow. Uh, I was like, yo, I need this artwork. This artwork fits this project. So much. You know, and it's kind of like, it, it, it went from being a really, really hard, um, like, cover, like, like the left gas mask, which is like a gas mask parade. So everybody's wearing gas masks. It's gray and yeah. black and dark. real dingy and dark. Mm -hmm. And I wanted something that kind of softened you know, softened my music up just a little bit Man. and softened right. up the mute, the mood. Man. You know, what better than a white background, mm. uh, um, a cartoon character of a man mm. with his head in the clouds. Right. Um, the same character right here that's uh, on my wow. arm. Nice. Nice. And, and I, got, I got that tattooed on my arm because that's one of my, to me, one of my greatest accomplishments, um, that yeah. album. Fire. Because the feeling of that album... Um, I put my whole, I put everything into that album, even though even though it was just an instrumental. Yeah. Um, arranging that album, and make sure the, the the feeling was, you know, genuine. Um, that album, to this date, I mean, classic. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's it's still doing well. Were you were you traveling already, doing shows elsewhere when that project came out, or was that like the first? Yeah, I project, was like when you started making moves across the country. Or was Melo already sending you out? I started traveling in, in 2010. 10, okay. Yeah, so when you first started putting the tunes yeah. out, you was already Yeah, traveling. I was already doing that. Awesome. But it, it's funny because I don't really make a lot of beats on the road. I don't dig on the road. Yeah. Mm. Um, one, vinyl's heavy. Yeah. And, and then I'm not sending it back. And then right, two, yeah. I live in Detroit where I don't have to dig anywhere else yeah. but Detroit. You classic. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. I have everything yeah. right there yeah. for a dollar. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or 50 cents. Wow. Or twenty five cent bins, quarter bins. Yeah. Um, where I can get it in New York, it'd be like ten dollars for a quarter bin yeah. record. And I'm like, yo, I'm not digging anywhere else. I don't need to. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean in in but a lot of that is a lot of my music is it, the inspiration is at home. So yeah. Yeah. could you, you know, talk about really... like your city real quick, man? Like I I'm friends with a lot of people from Detroit right now. And so much is happening now in Detroit. Uh financially like it's it's a desolate spot. So the artists that come from there are just on some whole other shit. Yeah, yeah. And you can see the transformation kind of like what's happening in Brooklyn is happening there. Now people are buying up everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. quick yeah. real estate. So like, how, how does like you feel being from Detroit, seeing that, you know what I'm saying, in your, in your city and knowing where you came from, how, how I it mean, was growing up? I mean, you know, living in Detroit, like I didn't grow up in Detroit. So okay. no, I grew up in Grand Rapids, which is like two. Michigan, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like It's like two hours west of Detroit. Okay, okay. Mm. I came to Detroit in 03 after I graduated college. Copy. So I've been in Detroit for about about 13 years now, whatever. Mm. And what I, But I've always coming back and forth to Detroit because my family's from Detroit. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's like a city of resiliency, man. It's like the people that are there are... They have so much character. The place has so much character. Oh, yeah. um, you can't look out the window without being inspired by something. Mm -hmm. Someone or something. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. some place. Yeah. And it's everywhere you go, man, you don't even have to leave your block, man. You could, I tell people all the time, you can shoot six videos on the same block and it looks like <laughs> six different, different places. <laughs> you know That's saying? crazy. Like, wow. It's crazy. Like now, though, like Detroit's on the upswing, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of things are happening. New stadiums are being built. New businesses are coming in. The commerce is getting crazy. Wow. Um, 
obviously the whole gentrification thing, yeah. you know, it's a catch-22. You know, you don't want displacement. Displacement yeah. is yeah. It's horrible, man. Yeah. When, you know, and I see it here. Like, it's heavy. It's, it's crazy. It's heavy. I come here 10 years ago, it's... It yeah, no, even, this this like street this. that we're in right now is just, it's the realest block. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. still pretty hot. You know, bit. when you see a 40-year-old white lady walking her dog, right. you know, yeah. down certain streets in Detroit, yeah. you huh? like... Once you start seeing what? yoga pants, yeah, it's a yeah. wrap. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Hell yeah. No, I mean, but it's, it's, it's coming back now, but I mean, you get so much inspiration from Detroit. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, I would say Michigan probably 300 days out of the year is a, is a gloomy sky, man, yeah. you know, yeah. and... um it's just one of those things where you, you, you look up and a lot of the music that comes out of Detroit is heartfelt and, and kind of uh, dreary, mm, yeah. like the city itself, you know, right. and um, we don't really make happy music because that's kind of not the life that everybody's living yeah, there, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, what, what's the, um, uh, how involved are you in, in the scene, the hip-hop scene in Detroit? Are, are, you, um, are you noticing any, you know, artists, developing artists? That are hap- coming out of there, or producers, or yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I've, I've, uh, I'm not really around the scene too much anymore. I don't yeah. have a, a lot of time, but I try to show my face when I can, mm-hmm. um, when I'm home and, and and there's something going on. But we don't have a lot of things going on anymore, right? Yeah, you know, they've kind of done away with all of our hip hop spots, man, mm. and, and and you know, there's only a few spots left that you can actually, you know, throw, you know, do hip hop shows, and and um, so it's kind of. Kind of bare bones now, yeah. man. But when there is something, I try to show my face. And but there's there's always artists coming out of Detroit, like Nolan and Ninja. Oh He's yeah, coming out. Nolan's yeah. dope, you know. Yeah. Red Pill's dope, mm-hmm. you know. And then you have your your people like Danny Brown, Legends, you know, Royce the Five Nines and stuff. Apollo like that. Brown, Guilty Simpson, Black, uh, you know, Obviously, Black Milk, you know, Guilty Simpson. You know, don't even have to Dice name Guilty. Games. That's yeah. you know, yo the guilty home of is, the home of Dilla. I mean, come absolutely. on, absolutely. How is it working with Guilty? That's a, that's a personal friend of mine. But yeah, like, Guilty's my man, man. That's, yeah. that's you know I, I I travel with Guilty a lot. Oh. We we go overseas all the time and um, making music together. We was oh talking about God. you know possibly because um, we just got back from from Europe mm. about a month and a half ago, yeah. and um, you know we we've been touring the Dice Game album for Dice years, man. Like, and, still, and they wanted us to come still. back out and tour it again. I'm like, all right, cool. We'll, yeah. You know, we'll tour it again and and. Um, Damn. One last time or whatever, and yeah. I think we've done like a hundred shows uh, overseas with that album. One project, Amazing. One project, so let, let's so. let's be clear, guys. So, and, and this is for our our listeners who again are mostly producers. So, we're we're talking to a guy, Paulo Brown, who is literally doing the music he wants to do, and he's touring the world, doing this, making a living off of this, and and I think that's one sort of aspiration that I think a lot of upcoming producers are, for, are, 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 are forgetting about and not, you know, putting enough energy into. And so I just want to make it clear for you guys, like, it's not, the game isn't just about, you know, getting placement on this album yeah. and then hopefully this and this and then right. publishing deals and all that stuff. You know, you're talking to a different animal here. You're talking to, to Apollo Brown and, and he's, he's an artist, guys. You know what I mean? This, he goes over to Europe and... And Russia and people, you know, there's security there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, so what's that, what is that? How do you know what what is that like? I mean, what is that in your opinion? Do you feel like what you are doing is sort of, you know, something that the upcoming producer should pursue? And and what are some kind of pointers on on you know you know leading them to the right direction of kind of following suit with doing that? I mean, that? what I do is kind of out the box, man. Mm-hmm. It's not really. I, I guess it's not really normal 
because um, I'm not an artist, artist like I'm not a, a vocal artist. You know, right. I'm, I'm a producer. I, I speak with beats. So, um, but I literally, you know, I, I think that a lot of producers feel as though that they they're stuck at home and they're just always worried about placements and making beats and 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 getting on, you know, sending out beat tapes and getting on this guy's album and this guy's album. And um, I'll be honest, man, I might sell six beats a, a year. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't sell beats like that anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't really push them like that either. So uh, that's why I make so many albums, you know, mm -hmm. so many projects. Instead, I look at, you know, 20 beats and I'm like, all right, what do I want to do? I want to send these out and get them on 20 different projects. Or do I want to make my own album with this artist? Yep. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to make my own album with this artist right here. Mm -hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of what I do. And, um, but then, you know, I travel the world literally. You know, I go all over by myself just playing beats, man. It's, yeah. it's weird. It's um, crazy. Yeah. What's first, that experience like? When I first started it, it was like I didn't really know what to do. I'm like, I hope they don't expect me to rap. <laughs> I hope yeah. they don't expect me to get on the mic and be all crazy. Yeah. I'm not Funk Flex, you know. Um, but then I started doing it and seeing the response of the people over there. And it's, it's kind of, you know, not saying anything against the U.S., but the support system overseas is a little different than here, a little mm. different than home. Um, when you're playing here, I, I notice from my own experiences, mm. when I'm playing music here, I'm playing for a crowd of other producers and rappers, for the most part. For the most part. When I'm overseas, I'm playing for a crowd of fans of mm. music. Mm -hmm. You know, fans of hip hop. That's crazy. It's a difference, man. And, yep. and other producers, they'll sit in the crowd and they'll look at me and they're not going to bob their head. And, you know, they're going to size me up and say, yo, I can, I can flip that, you know, better than he did. Yeah. Or, and like other, other rappers, like, yo, I can spit bars better than that dude. Yeah, like, yo, let me get a beat tape. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and it's like when you, when you go overseas, it's literally fans in the audience. They want to take your picture, they want to yeah. want your autograph, they want to buy your merch right. yeah. after they've already spent their money to come in and see you. Crazy. Um, the support system is just a little bit different overseas, and I think yeah. that's one of the reasons why a lot of us spend a lot of time overseas. We get good money overseas. We get good support overseas. We get kind of an ego overseas, too. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why you not? get, you know, I, I don't know if Sky's ever told you, but we go tour. We tour on Russia, and I have bodyguards in Russia. <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, I'm not Dr. Dre, man. I'm an yeah. underground producer named Apollo Brown, man, but I have bodyguards yeah. that go with me everywhere I go in Russia. It's crazy. crazy. Like I was playing with him. Like we was at the, we was in the lobby in the hotel and there's a circle door or whatever. And I'm like, yo, yo, watch this. And I go outside. They follow me outside. I come back in. They follow me back in. And I just keep doing this around the circle door. They're following, and they're following me the whole time. Was, <laughs> just messing with them because it's it's yeah. it's, like, it's kind of stupid, you know, yeah. and it's I'm not used to nothing like that, man. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um But I think producers need to I just I think they need to kind of spread their wings a little bit. Man. Yeah, it's not just about placements. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, try to try to make your own albums. You know, attach yourself to an amazing MC. Yeah, or or find try to break somebody. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Find yeah. an MC that you think is amazing. Yeah, that you think is just like yo, this is the next guy. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be the next guy on the radio or the next guy on TV, but that next really dope MC that you yeah. you know that you fuck with and, and you know yeah. yeah 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 mess with them like you know yeah. and um. You know, don't just sit there in your basement and make beats and expect people to come to you. Yeah, you know, I and I think I think your process, you were kind of ahead of your time, honestly, because we're seeing a trend now yeah. 
where the the producer DJ is is now finally coming into light, mm-hmm. um, but in a much different way. I mean, uh, right now it's definitely EDM driven type stuff, yeah. and then you have all the the guys in between um, that are that are doing great. But um, you know, I think I think you're just kind of like ahead of the curve because you're really you're doing the sound. You're doing you're doing raw gritty. And that's I mean I'm shit. That's the thing. Like. Uh, yeah. I do that because I don't know how to do anything else. Right. <laughs> I'm not good at anything else. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've tried it, but I, I it, it doesn't come natural for me. Yeah. What comes natural for me is a raw, gritty, soulful beat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, a beat with yeah. feeling. So, yeah. um, a lot of a lot of the music nowadays, I think, on the radio and all over, it's just a lot of sounds and you know yeah. bleeps. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. And, and it doesn't have like I'm I'm very melody driven. Yeah. I'm a melody driven producer. So. Um, if it doesn't have something that's going to move me, I need music that's going to either make me forget something or make me remember something. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And, and something that's going to take me to another place when I listen yeah. to it. Yeah. So it's only a few people out here that are doing um, kind of that that ode to the 90s, I guess you can call it. man. Yep. Like Spin Magazine put me in the magazine and they put me in this category you know, guys who still thinks it's 1990. Oh, yeah. That was a while ago. I was like, yo, but then I looked at the, the category and I'm like, with it, with good company, you know, yeah, I, was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, this is a great, yeah, yeah it's like yeah. Place Sean to be. P, you know, yeah. Guilty, Torre, like we yeah. was all in the same, you know, that. That and I'm like, wild. you know, I'm cool with that, you know, yeah. 93 was a good year. Yeah. Exactly. Was, you know, <laughs> exactly. So, man, so you're you're touring everywhere. You're you're making a living off of this, which is uh, amazing. We all Absolutely. want that. Everyone yeah. wants that. Um, I want to I want to talk about the Sky Zoo album. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So you and Sky Zoo album. Easy true. What was who who Easy first true. of all? And I know the answer to this, but um, the, the people don't. I don't think. But um, Good who? People. So how did that come about? Who approached who? What was that about? I mean, you know. Me, me and Scott, we've known each other for a little bit, yeah. and, and you know we've toured to, toured together, and um, it's really you know who brought it to light or who 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 made it happen was kind of the fans, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It was kind of the people, man. Um, we've talked about it, and it's something that we've joked around about. Yo, let's make an album, let's do something, and you know, obviously we both have our respective work schedule and and things that we're doing, and mm-hmm. um. But, you know, after, after um, doing the, the joint, you know, on music for my friends and, and uh, mm. doing the, the um, Barrel Brothers joint, and then he was on my album, you know, um, on Grandeur, mm. and it was just like the fans kept kind of hinting around it and saying, yo, let's, why don't y'all do an album, do an album, project, do an yeah. album, do a project, do an album. And I'm like, it was kind of, I, I almost hesitated at first just because, yeah, I know Skies used to really big beat producers yeah. like yourself you know i'm all right no no nah, nah, like you know really and you know producers with a lot of instrumentation yeah. producers that you know make really big music yeah he has a style and, uh, i'm very minimal you know what i'm saying like yeah. i'm a very minimal producer yeah. you know and and there's not a lot going into what i do um well it sounds like there's not a lot going yeah. into what i do but um you know i don't have a lot of instrumentation and stuff like that so i'm very minimal sounding and for me, the more minimal, the better. Yeah. Um, Which is dope with the lyricist like Sky Zoo because he's throwing all these lyrics at you. So it's like... Yeah, I mean, so, but I was nervous at first because I'm like, yo, he's not really used to a producer like me. I think, yeah. you know, last time he probably had a producer like that was, I don't know, maybe like ninth or something. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. real minimal. Right. Um, or the old ill mind. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know. The catalog. Um, <laughs> but let's like, all right, you know, let's, let's do it. You know, we talked yeah. about it and um, we got it together and the fans wanted it. And that's that was kind of, you know, give them what they want. Yep. And we, we didn't object to it. It wasn't, we wanted to do it as well. Right. It wasn't, yeah. you know, it wasn't just on them. We wanted to do it. So, but yeah, let's do this, man. Scott you know, came to Detroit, right? Yeah, yeah. He came yeah. out there. He came out there for about ten days, man. Awesome. We we knocked it out in about sixty studio hours, man. And crazy. Um, you know, got it all knocked out, and um, you know, I took it from there, mixing, mastering, and stuff yeah. like that, and it came out came out amazing, man. Um, yeah. What so, we was talking, we was talking about it earlier. Yep. There's some things on the album. Like this album's really different for me because yeah. Some, tell them tell them about what the process was like. How different it was. Like, I mean, what, what was it? The process yeah. was pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm I'm always about working in the studio with the artists, man. That's, yeah. that's one of the things that we can kind of preserve in this music, yeah. in this hip hop, man. That in real life, you know, yeah, you know, like uh, you can do email albums and stuff like that, man. I'm yeah. not really for it. You know, do what you want to do. But for me, I'm all about getting in the studio and vibing. Yeah. And, and I want to see your face when I play a beat. Yeah. You know, I want you to see my face when you come out the booth. And I'm right. like, yo, what, yeah. yo, what was that? Like, yeah. um, you know, it's just all about that, that natural connection, that chemistry. And I don't think you can really get that over the email. One song, cool. But when mm-hmm. you're making an album, man, you need to get together and vibe out. Yeah. Um, so we got together. Um, I sent them the beats first. You know, obviously, usually that's how I, I do it, man. You know, a couple months beforehand, send them the beats. Uh, so they can write or, or conceptualize or, you know, get everything uh, get, get everything in order and mm-hmm. then um, fly them out, go to the studio, make things That's happen, it. man. Get, it, get it done. It um, you know, he was out here for, like, he was out in Detroit for like 10 days, so I, got, I had a chance to actually make beats while he was out here, yeah. out, out there. And mm-hmm. um, um, so I actually added a few beats to the project nice. while nice. he was there. Nice. Um, just trying to cater to, to what I know he likes and... and uh, but I also tried to make him uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Both, kind of both, man. I wanted to reward him with the stuff that he likes, but I wanted to go left a little bit. Push yeah, him. man. I wanted to, you know, yeah. I wanted to make him uncomfortable with stuff. some of the stuff that, Needs you know, that. that I would do. So um, we got a nice little combination, you know, a nice yeah. little, little, you know, various sounds on the on the, on the yeah. album. You know, there's some there's some amazing shit. I mean, I've had the pleasure of hearing hearing this uh, project and. Um, some really really great stuff i love the um the stuff you do with the 808s really you know really what cool I'm, shit. I'm, and i'm so i'm so inexperienced with 808s but you know? it sounds so good bro. so inexperienced so i don't even know like level wise and stuff with 808s man i brought out the 808 kit for this album yeah um only on a few songs yeah, for my no, listeners I, I for my fans know. yeah you know I didn't, it's not the whole album but a, a few out a few songs got that there's, little, there's some dope. things yeah, I should dump in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and but I'm like I said, I'm I'm, I'm real inexperienced with the 808 kit. So, yeah. um, for me to, I mean, for you to say that you like it, yeah, it's banging. Know, that's, that's that's amazing right there. Bang so, it. so the easy truth. Yeah. Uh, right. Yep. Yeah, uh, September thirtieth. September thirtieth. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. September thirtieth. September thirtieth. We're coming uh, up. closing in on a month away. Yeah. Coming up. Coming, coming, coming up. up. Definitely, you guys need to pick this album up. You guys already know Sky Zoo, Absolutely. Apollo Brown. Um, that combination is deadly, and uh, the album's coming out September thirtieth. Going to be amazing. Easy yeah. truth. I've heard a lot of it, and it's just you guys are going to love this album. You guys are doing a, a run, I right? You guys it. are going to be doing a absolutely, a yeah, run. yeah, yeah. No, that can't, you know we can't put out, especially me and him. We can't put out yeah. doing a run. Yeah. Yeah. We got to go. So that should yeah. be fun. Gotta go out and get this money, man. Yeah. Get that sh- money. Um, yeah, yeah, sh- money. And get yeah. and see how people react towards it too yeah. now yep. with the yeah. artists like yep. Sky. 
performing to the beats. Like, yeah, yeah. no, I mean, That's bringing our fan bases yeah. together. I mean, they they overlap anyway. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But um, bringing those who are not familiar with him and and his fans that are not familiar with me yep. and bringing them together and um, it's gonna be great, man. It's gonna be amazing. Exactly. Amazing. So, what's um, uh, what's next for Apollo Brown, man? That you can disclose. I know you're working, man. I'm always, of working. course, always working, man. You know, you have thousands of beats in the stash. You know what's projects. funny, man? I, I, you know, you got kids, kids out here to make thirty beats a day. Yeah. And uh, you know, I look at I look at knots, man, and I'm I'm. Oh, he's an animal. Knots be making like knots. ten beats yeah. a day. Machine life. Man, it's crazy, and I'm like, yeah, yeah this dude. I, I literally, if I can make four beats a week. Yeah. I'm good, right? Because <laughs> right. four beats a week is 16 beats a month. That's an album a month. That's an album. I don't, you know, because I got, you know, I have a family, man, and you yeah. know, I just got married not too long ago. Early Congratulations, this year. Thank man! You, thank you, thank you. Congrats. And uh, you know, I got a one and a half year old and a seven year old, man. And nice. So it's like the family life. I'm at home all day with my one and a half year old. And, yeah. Um, she doesn't really allow me to work. You know, like I want. <laughs> Terrible to, you know. two is coming up in a few yeah. months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but I mean, so my produ- my productivity has slowed down just a little bit, but not anything that would affect my, you know, me putting out albums, yeah. putting out music. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah. um, hopefully uh, soon I can get into the movie yeah. business and ah. all that good stuff, man. Yes, I gotta switch up the way I make music, though, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my sample game is too strong for all that. Well, maybe maybe I can send you some samples, man. Yo, man. You know, because I, I like I, I like composing and because hey, it's about time that me and you we did can, something. We can definitely do that because I gotta switch up the game, man. I think Apollo Brown and Ill Mind is a little dangerous Yo, for I get, the people. I, I, get passed, I get passed Oof. up on a lot of amazing opportunities, Oof. bro. Yeah, I'll be like, I'm, I'm in like the top three. They're getting ready to push the button, and it's like. They go yeah. with the other guy because <laughs> yeah. obvious reasons. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I need to switch some things up. And that's yeah. another reason why I'm starting to use the machine and, Dope. you know, just kind of finally, finally tuning things, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. No, I'm just, Apollo Brown. Yeah. Ill mind connection would be yeah. that would be wild. That would be a little wild, man. That would be, that'd be, that'd be amazing. Shit and then he chops himself. So you might don't tease it. me, bro. Don't, don't, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Bro, don't tease me, man. Yeah. Don't tease me. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, Sky Zoo Apollo Brown album drops Easy. September 30th. Yes, you guys yeah. go get so it. Easy. Definitely, if you see these guys in your city. Um, you know, we have overseas listeners too, so they're definitely going to be out there Absolutely. with you guys. Uh, cop a ticket, cop the album, mm-hmm. you know, cop the physicals too. I can't stress that enough. Yeah, I mean, man. get it digitally, but if you can, every format, vinyl, baby, get, every it, get it on for, get it on vinyl, tapes. get every format. Tapes. tapes sell out. You guys overnight. doing tapes? Absolutely, yeah, that was cassette doing tapes. the tapes. Cassette Everyone tapes loves the cassette tapes. Late. Cop those. You got a vinyl release coming or not? Nah? Yeah, of course. Bet. I don't do anything that's not on vinyl. Man. There we go. Vinyl Just, is most important. Hey, vinyl is as long as you know. <laughs> I know you do. Vinyl's most Vinyl's number one. I was in LA and you gave me the 38 joint yeah. randomly. Yeah. Uh, 38. 38. Yeah, but it yeah. was on like a, it was like a it was like seven, it was like a four inch. Four inch vinyl. Wow. Fire. It was, that, yeah. it was as big as the CD. It yeah. was like, you know, CD's five inches. Yep. It was like yeah. just under five inches and, and it like, fit and it was like, the packaging was, it was one side crazy. was the vinyl, the other side was the CD, and it was, you know. And it looked like a bird, thing. it looked like a gut, like a 38 caliber. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was that dope. Was crazy. That Birch. shit is amazing. Birch life. Amazing. And props on the artwork for the, the Sky Zoo. Yo, I love it. Project is crazy. Yeah, it came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Sky, Sky picked that, man. That was dope. Yeah, it you looks know, really It dope. looks good. We had a couple, couple other joints, man, and uh, we went with that one because it just kind of. You know, usually when you see shoes on the wire, man, it's like old Chucks yeah. and old. But these is like newer Jordans. Yeah. And, you know, it's like it just 
I don't know. It it, it goes well with the album. The yeah, it sends a clear message. Absolutely. Yeah, it sends a clear message. Um, so yeah, we got Apollo Brown in the building. Um, thank you for coming through, I man. I appreciate you it's having me. It's an honor me, having you Absolutely. here. Finally, Absolutely. in the basement. Yeah, I got to yeah, come yeah. check you out. Oh, it's in nice in here, man. It's cool, man. About, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. quite a bit bigger than mine, man. Oh man. One day when I can get to your level. Oh whatever, man. You know, <laughs> nah, man. I, I can get a big. You know, 24 karat brown music. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but shout to Apollo Brown, man. Um, thank you for coming, man. Thank you for having Amazing. me. Amazing. Um, again, September 30th, Easy Truth, Sky Zoo, Apollo Brown. Pick that album yes, up. Sir. Cop a ticket to yep. the show. You will not be disappointed. Apollo's beats are retarded, especially in those club speakers, bro. Like that. Appreciate it, man. That's, Appreciate trust it. me. Trust <laughs> me. Yo, that, means, that means a lot coming yeah, from you. So. Trust me, dude. Shit is fire. Um, but we a round of applause for Paul Brown for coming sure. through, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is my favorite part right Blap here. Or crap. Hey, Blap or motherfucking crap. crap. All right, so this is what we're about to do, guys. We're going to choose a beat at random. It's about to get serious. From our submissions, okay? We've, we have an open submission form. If you want to submit your beat, on our segment that we're about to do called Blap or Crap. It's not a game. Submit your MP3 attachment, email subject, Blap or Crap, to info, I-N-F-O, at blapchat.com, B-L-A-P-C-H-A-T.com, info at blapchat.com. Send us a beat. Send us a song. We're going to choose at random, and we're going to play your beat. So what we're going to do is we're going to go into our email. We're going to randomly choose a submission. We're going to play your track, and we if we like the track, we're going to give it a blap. 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 And if we don't like it, we are going to give it a crap. 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 And uh, we're going to give you some constructive criticism. We're going to tell you why we don't like it or why we do like it. If we feel like Sounds it. Sounds fun? Sounds good? Yeah. It's good. Good so, times. Good times. Good fucking times. <laughs> so we're going to get into this shit. Our first submission for today is DK and uh, this song coming to the stage Jenny Tip your bartender Tip your bartender So this is uh, DK on the beat and uh, let's get it going Oh my god I love it (laughs) Love it You know what? Fuck that. We did that one already. Sounds familiar. Hey, we did that one already. <laughs> Sorry, DK. We got love for you, but we did that one already. All right, Coming so to the we're going to skip that. Jenny, get out of here, Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> um, this is uh, G Productions. G Productions. G Productions. <laughs> Thank you. 
Alice's face is so classic. <laughs> I didn't even know y'all. Alice has at been me. hosing this, holding this pose for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, okay, okay, okay. I didn't even know. I didn't even know what y'all were looking Alice at. Alice has a yoga pose right now. It's like he's trying to zen out because he's so disturbed. I pushed away the chair and everything. Oh man, that was G Productions. All right, was, you know, Atlas, you gotta, you gotta start. Come that on, one off. man. What do you think? Me first? Yeah, oh, Alice, you first. Okay, listen. It's pretty obvious from my yoga pose <laughs> that uh, it's a crap for me. Uh, it was cool. It was cool, but it's like it's, I've heard that a million times. I've heard that a million times. Nothing stood out How to many me. times have you heard? A million. Flies eat poop. Get over times. it. Okay? <laughs> That's for you. Pump you, fool. You know, so yeah. for me, it's a crap. It was cool, but like it wasn't, it wasn't over the top for me. So sorry, dude. Yeah. Lorenzo, what'd you think? Yeah, I'm gonna crap that. I mean... <laughs> oh, man. Why'd you crap it, man? Because I, I felt like it was kind of basic. Like, like Alice said, I've heard it a million times before. You know what I mean? Yeah. True, true, true. true. Warning, warning. Um, I'm gonna... Oof, ooh. <laughs> I, I'm gonna... I'm gonna crap it. I don't think it was the worst. It wasn't the worst. It, it, it wasn't the worst. Um, not a blap, though. I, I think it was um, it was just a little on the boring side. Um, I think you just want to be mindful of, like, just doing something in there that will hold the attention of the listener, you know? Like, put some dynamics in there. I think this the main synth line was a little boring. Uh, the drums were a bit uneventful. Um, so, yeah, just be mindful of just doing things in there that are going to hold the attention of the listener. So go in there and like rework the drums, do something in there that's dynamic enough and catchy enough to hold the listener. So yeah, I'm going to crap it. What do you think, Ryan? I'm on the crap wagon. The crap uh, wagon. Okay. <laughs> on the poop wagon. Uh, a lot of shit going on down here. Shit going around over here. Clean the fucking sept- septic tank. Uh, why'd you crap it? For the same points that were uh, risen, um, when, when I'm looking for a beat, especially when it comes to the verse uh, going to the hook part, there has to be some kind of step. And the only yep. step in that beat was just the addition of another sound. Yep. There was nothing dynamic that like tripped me or I fell into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Very, very true. True, true. Oh, sure. Mundo! Mundo! Beats! 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 Next up to bat... Next to the stage is uh, Isaiah Brooks. All right, actually, that's his. Uh, I always say their government I name. Was about to say, I'm <laughs> sorry, like, Isaiah. You gotta click it first and then say his name. Oh, click it first. So this is a Double O Productions. Sorry, Isaiah. <laughs> and he says the name again. He's hilarious. Fuck with it. Let's see. If there was someone spitting on it, be fired. Let's see where it goes, though. Yeah, 
That was Isaiah. I mean, uh, Double O Productions. <laughs> Man, yo, that shit was kind of kind of tough right there. Lorenzo, start that one off. What'd you think? I'm gonna blab it. Hey, go. we got our go. first blab for right. today. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. It's coming. Here we go. Blab. Here we go. Bullet strike. What do you like about it? I mean, honestly, I liked everything about it. Like the sample, the sound selection, everything. You know what I mean? It's like right up my alley. Hey, yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. You look like you already start spitting. I mean, I was, I was, but you know, we were I kind of saw you mumbling words, <laughs> man. That's nah. that's when you know you're a true MC right there. Oh, yeah. Ryan, what you think, bro? Even though it was like a straight 16 right right into an, an eight-bar mm-hmm. chorus, I still liked it because of the involuntary head bobbing that I got going it on. Did. You know it did. It did have one. Yeah, so that really did it for me. You're blapping it, crapping blapping it. Blapping it. Hey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Take that. Take that for your fucking ears. <laughs> God damn it. Atlas, what you think? I'm going to... I'm going to blap it. I'm going to blap it. That's a blap. That's a blap. Hey. It's blap. Yeah, so... <laughs> Muno! What do you buy Budweiser? Can Budweiser. Two for one. No, I'm, I'm going to blap it. Are you ready? Two for one. Mm, two for one. In a world where one man. In a world. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm <laughs> so I'm going to blap it. We all we were all bopping over yeah. here. I know Lorenzo was about to spit. You know, like I was trying to find things I didn't like. I thought maybe the sample chop was just a little loud. Right. In my opinion. I would tuck that down just a little bit. But. Why you hating, son? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Why you be hating, son? What's still? Sean, I thought we were cool, man. Sean. What's up, man? What's good? What's good? Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna blap that. Atlas, the plug is gonna blap it. There you go. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna blap it. I'm gonna blap it. Yeah. I liked it. I liked the head bop. Um, I love the boo bop. I love the wee bop. All that, all that, <laughs> all that bopping and bleeping and booping and bopping. I love the boom bop. Uh, Isaiah, I mean uh, G Productions. Good job, man. Um, the the only feedback I would give is maybe. You might find you might find it a little difficult to try and find the right artist because the the high pitched soul sample thing is a little bit dated. But I do think that being that it's 2017, it might be appropriate to maybe bring that back now every so often because it's not really like overly done mm-hmm. at this point. And you get the right artist on there that could be dope. I love the, the drums were clean, mm-hmm. the mix was clean, the groove was in there. I liked it, man. Yahoo! Good job, man. <laughs> All right, so um, man, that was our first blap in a minute. Yeah, that was dope. Unanimous blap, that's great. All right, so uh, next up to the stage, coming to the stage. This is uh, Larry E. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he can control it. No, he I put Larry he just, E in the thing. Oh, it is this thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. This is uh, <laughs> this is Plaga Music, Plaga Music or Plaga Music, and uh, he's a he's a member of my club. So shout to you, Larry. Here we go.
just want to see where it goes real quick. Yeah. All right. That was Pl- Plaga Music uh, with the submission. Atlas. What you think? Mundo. Okay. Mundo. <laughs> I liked it. It wasn't good enough for a blap, though, for me personally. I thought it was tough. I, I did like the, the the bass line in there. I thought it was actually really tough. I really enjoyed that. Baseline it, tough. It, it was it was just miss it was just missing like that little extra oomph for me personally. Right. I mean I don't know if maybe it was an addition of maybe one or two textures to to help set, even though I did feel every four or eight bars you definitely you, you did something and switched it up where you took something out or right. added it, which I liked. But it just wasn't for me personally, for my liking, as far as a blap goes. So for that, I'm on crap it. Crap, crap, crap. Lorenzo, what'd you think? Yeah, I'm gonna crap that too. But I mean, not because it was whack, just because I don't know, man. I feel like the clap was too high. Like, it shit hurt my ears. Right. You know what I mean? It was piercing. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was like, it was like moving your brain in ways that Slightly were uncomfortable. To the left, yeah. Slightly to the left. You know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. a new one. Yeah, yeah. slightly to the left. <laughs> I'm gonna have to take that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. What you think? I'm gonna crap it, and it's and it's definitely because of the wash that the organ and the piano were creating. Yes. Now I'm all about organ sounds, so when I was yeah. hearing that in the background, I had to like try to hear it. Yeah. I want that to be thumping right in my face, so that's why I'm gonna crap it. Good. Yeah. I actually I agree with you 100. percent I think. Um, Me too. That was good. I think it. Had, the melody was good. The melody was good, but I think. Yeah, you I was just, vibing. It's just I yeah, want to hear that organ. Exactly. It had a vibe, but um, it just the execution was off. And and I do like the idea of a keyboard being or an organ being in there. Yeah. Um, but I think you just need to do like it had like a weird distortion on it, right? It was like distorted but like really low in the mix and muffled. Super tucked. Yeah. Super tucked in there. So you should untuck that. The way untuck that your the way organ. that mother used to untuck us that, from bed at night. Yeah. You untuck know? your organ when you're after your mom tucks you in. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna crap it, but um, I do that? think it has potential. But as you know, infamously, we don't blap potential. But um, go back in there, rework that organ, keep the melody. Yeah. But uh, you know, keep the it's, it's there. there. It's, the, there. it's there. It's like, you know, it's like there, but not, you know, it's not you know here, but it's over there. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, when you're like talking to someone that you don't want to talk to, it's like mm-hmm. you're there, but you're not, you know, yeah. when they're trying to talk to you. So, yeah, hmm, love it. OK, <laughs> uh, next up, uh, we have um, Beaks Vibe from Los Angeles. Beaks Vibe from Los Angeles. Beaks Vibe Coming from Los Angeles. One more time. Beaks Vibe, vibe from Los Angeles. <laughs> What's his name? Beaks Vibe. Oh, oh, oh. Muno Beaks.
All right, that was Beaks Vibe <laughs> from Los Angeles. Beaks Vibe coming to the stage from Los Angeles. Um, I'm, I'll start it off. Um, I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna crap it, um, but I don't think it was the worst beat. It wasn't the worst beat. I am gonna crap it though. Um, the only thing I really didn't like, I think it has so much potential, but the thing that I didn't like was the dry clap. No, actually, not even like that. that. The boom, 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 boom. Yeah, it sounded boom, like boom. Neptune's. Boom, not only boom, was it too boom, loud, boom. but I think that was the wrong riff. Yeah. If you take that out and replace it with something that makes more sense, I think it would be a good song, honestly. I like the drum pattern. I think the kick could use a little thump. Like it was like a little distorted and like it sounded like it was flat. Um, so I want to hear a little bit more thump, but I do like the drum pattern, the drum selection. Uh, I hate that synth. I think if you put the right synth in there, it could be good. And even that like change up with the bass line was cool. Yeah. Like I can hear a top line on there and do that. But um, change up that change up that main part. You know, oh, it was, gross. It was, you know, it was gross. It was gross. I hate to use this word. It sounded a little dated to me. I and I'm listening to it. I just kept thinking, even though it doesn't kind of sound like it, but the chord, but the progression the melody reminded me of the neptunes mm. even though the notes were a little different when it was like boom 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 like that kind of like yeah. vibe to it i wasn't crazy about the dry clap like it was just like clap you know like wasn't really feeling that i would i would think maybe layer it with like a snare or something true you don't have to do that every time but for this particular track the drum programming to me like it was just i wanted it to change a little bit yeah i wanted Maybe if it kicked a little harder with what you were saying, yeah. Ill, I I, I might have liked it more. But it's close. That's like eighty percent out of a hundred for me. So, but I'm still gonna crap it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good man. So yeah, this is gonna be the third crap. Oh, uh, <laughs> three shits for three shits. The reason why though is because I felt like it was kind of boring. It didn't yeah. really go anywhere. Like yeah. it was just like just coasting the whole time, with the exception of when he switched and threw the baseline. But yeah. True. What do you think, Ryan? I'm staying on the crap. I feel like... Four for four for Mundo. Beat, beat, beat. Free avocado every Thursday. I feel like what he might have considered to be the chorus it was actually just a bridge. I feel like right. maybe he could have done something more grand, even just add like a bell or some kind of ride to the beat or maybe take some matter or add something. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, yeah, you're right. More cowbell. More, more sounds, more more, more something, more just put a put a put something in there. That's like, it. He needs that. Like put a fucking sheep in there. Put a put some fucking bird sounds in there. Some roosters, you know. And 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 most importantly, more. Grass-fed. Only grass, only grass grass-fed cows, fed only, only god grass-fed. damn it. Read, read the labeling. Grass-fed cows is grass-fed the way to go. Yeah. yeah, or you can go hunting. Kill your own. Kill what you eat. God damn it. Eat what you kill. Okay? So, um, that about concludes uh, Blapper Craft for today, man. Let's give a round of applause for all of our yeah. submissions. Yeah. And if you want to submit for a future Blapper Crap, send your MP3 attachment to info at blapchat.com. Dot com. I-N-F-O at B-L-A-P-C-H-A-T dot C-O-M, not N. All right? Don't con us. <laughs> blabchat.com. Info at blabchat.com. We yes, are Blabchat, sir. and we will see y'all Peace. next week. Peace. We out. Deuce. Deuces.